Welcome to the Big Conspire Saturday edition. I'm Rick. Lee's drunk. Have you not recorded it? Nah, apparently my um my microphone weren't working. <laughs> oh, does that mean we're not That's, doing it? No, no, just carry on. Have you started again? Are you? Oh, so I've been talking to myself. No, yeah, I've been talking to yourself all this time. All oh, right, okay. Well, someone on anyone... someone on Twitch told me my microphone. Do you know what it is? Oh. Well, no, exactly. Well, you're, dick. For... you're drunk. <laughs> no, it's nothing to do with that. When it's stuff updates working, Mr. on, um, on Twitch, sometimes the the software you use updates and it like picks a random, uh, what's it called, a Minute. random driver on my computer. <sighs> so basically, all that speak we've done, all that talk we've done, hasn't record, hasn't gone through. But that's just fucking day. Do you know what day? Do you know what card I pulled today? <laughs> that's, from my that's the day thing. Do you know what? I might just leave this in, and people can just carry it. We just carry on. The um the the card I pulled this morning was Strife. That's was the it? um yeah, it was the the Strife card. So that was like, oh. I'll tell Kelly about this later. Or... Do you know? Do you know what? Shall Earlier, laugh, when... Shall laugh, that just everything. No, just... when I started up the um the streaming software, I thought, should I check the microphones out? And I thought, ah, there hasn't been an update. Why would anything change? Because before we've had this where we've recorded yeah. a, a whole episode and at the end I found out your voice hasn't come through. And it's because... We've, had, it, we've like, had a couple like that. Yeah, so it I like picks a random... There's just like a whole series of numbers. So it's picked a random like driver on my computer to thingy bob. So that's what's happened with my microphone this first fucking 14 minutes of this podcast. So can I have my dull voice talking to myself? Yeah, all right, just, all right, it'd be okay. like you having a conversation with yourself, and I'm. It's not even like me having a conversation with myself. <laughs> well, it is. I'm having a conversation with somebody else who isn't there. Who wasn't there? Wow, this is going to be such a weird. Yeah. If people if listen you... to this, it's okay. going to be so. If, weird. Listen... Well, if, if, if listen... people listen to this, they're just going to be, what the hell is going on? And they're just going to click off. Yeah, considering you hardly let me talk anyway, so there'll be a lot of blank spaces. Yeah. Yep. That's like... how it's going. Who, who's? Yeah, weird. Bit weird. At least they'll see your... F no, they won't, because they won't watch the video. Because generally, who would? So people are going to listen to my really boring, monotone voice right, talking right, like right, this, right. like, for a while, but whatever. Yeah. As you can notice here, there's a there's a, uh, some cribby thing here. There's going to be a child arrived in my house in the next Where are you buying days. that from? What, the child? Yeah. You get them on Amazon, can't you? Hearing you just order them in the universe. Just say, universe, make me a child. There you go. Make me a child. Oh, oh dear. No, Wayfair, isn't it? Uh, apparently that's fake. I was in some of the other days. Like, According to Snoops. 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 Yeah. I mean, everything's fake. It's a bit dodgy. A little bit dodgy. Um, yeah, so anyway, that's my day. So that's, that was it. Yeah. What about you? And nothing apart from drinks since you <laughs> woke up today? morning, you pissed <laughs> I haven't done anything today. Went to the shop. I... I I got up um, quite early and then 
a little bit late. I fell asleep because I got up quite early and then <sighs> went to the shop and then come home and this is it. That's my day. Um, Living the dream. Living the dream. So talking about dreams. Talking of dreams, bro. Oh, dreams. Have you dreams. had any meaningful dreams since well, last not, time we spoke? I can't remember, but um, I've had... I know you have. You can tell us like you are. Last night, not last night, but not, yeah, that's quite strange. Actually, last night my wife woke me up doing the Ooh, you know like the shouting out thing. Your wife was doing it, or you were doing? No, it? No, I was. I was doing it. Um, actually, Kelly, actually, I had to wake Kelly up the other day because she was going Ooh, doing the same thing. She was like, "Oh fucking hell, I hate you!" Because apparently, I was treading on her throat. <laughs> well, she was dreaming. You were like, Ugh! and then you had to wake her up. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. Anyway, but last night she woke me up, but I it was like. I was, I don't know what, I don't, I can't remember my, I was so tired last night, I can't remember my dreams, but I can remember hearing the sound of like, Ooh, in my dream. And she woke me up and I said to her, it wasn't me making the sound. I said, it wasn't me, but obviously she, it was me, but I was like, because I could hear someone else making it. It was like, it was really I'm weird. I was so disassociated. I was so dis, because the sound, I could hear the sound in my dream that someone else was making, but I was actually making it. But in my dream, someone else. Okay, was okay, it. yeah. When I woke up, it was I, I, I still. It was almost. It was so disassociated. It wasn't. I can. It was. There was like a space between me and the sound. When I woke yeah. up, I can't. Exp- it was really strange. I was like, no, that wasn't me. So, yeah, but it was, it was you. Yeah, it was really. So was you were like going, doing that, like when you're yeah. frozen type thing. Yeah. But you thought it wasn't you because you was dreaming. But you was dreaming it wasn't you. It was someone else in your dream. Yeah, and, but, something like that. Yeah, it was really cool. weird. I don't, know what, the, the I don't still know what the dream was. Yeah. Anything is else? It, is, it, is, it, is it the brain? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it is. I think some of it is. Um, unfortunately, my rec- dream recollection... Recolla- no, I was going to say no. Nothing of him. Where's your dream book? Uh, lost it. Songs lost now. it again. Yeah, I've lost it again. Maybe you done I, the, I mean, we spoke about this very early when we were podcast. You're like, I'm going to yeah. dream book. I'm going to... And then you lost it for ages. You're going to wake up and write your dreams. Then you lost it. Then you found it. And you just still haven't been using it. I haven't I, I i know i should but i'm but i can't i'm not gonna I'll make sure i make one up <laughs> you don't have to oh, do no, that no i've got one no i have now i said that yeah but only briefly i can't tell you the whole gist of the dream but i had a dream and basically i was is it, it was meaningful yeah it is because it was i was flying i was flying in my dream i decided i could fly right you know as you do i was like well, i'm gonna fly and i was like i'm gonna go really high because nothing can hurt in my dream. And I was like, because usually when I'm, I've, sometimes I fly in dreams and I'm a little bit nervous because I'm flying, it's like a bit higher, a bit sprayed of heights. But I've done this the dream thing. I was just like, yeah. And then I was like, I'm invincible. It doesn't matter what I do in this dream. Nothing can hurt me. I didn't know it was a dream. I don't know what it was, but I don't remember. I don't remember what I did. So that, you know, but it was just like, I was flying and I wasn't scared wasn't of flying. It was a lucid dream. No, Otherwise you'd it was, know. It was, it was, it was, it was, was close. Yeah, I knew I was invincible. I knew I wasn't dream. You know, no. Whatever. I didn't know. I, I didn't know I was in a dream, but I knew I was invincible okay. and couldn't die from falling out of the sky. Or whatever. That's it. So, uh, Lee, can you <laughs> yeah. tell me? Yeah. Have you had any? Have you had any meaningful, strange, know, or weird I had dreams? A, I had a very. Well, I had a dream that wasn't so strange. Maybe it was, but it was the aftermath that is the is what stayed with me. Okay, so I I don't remember what was going on before the dream. What I remember is, remember in the dream, I was standing before a doorway. It wasn't like a normal-sized doorway. Um, there was nothing around it, just a doorway. And the doorway was all sort of grey, like greyed out, maybe a grey mist. Mist is probably not the right term, but it was grey. And there was a, a prayer, like a 
I had a fear thing, like beyond the doorway was something fearful. I don't know if you've listened to this podcast before, but a lot of the times I've had, um, uh, what's it like, jewels. I've had like, in my dreams, I've had what I term as psychic jewels with like a demon. And it's mm. gone back years and eventually I've overcome this demon. Now, I don't generally have these things anymore because I've defeated it. But I saw this door and beyond the door was a bit sort of scary. And at first it was like, oh, no, I'm not going near it. And then something clicked in my head. It's like, no, I'm not having this. This is not scaring me in my dream. So I went up to this doorway and I went to go through it. And I remember, this is what I remember. I put my right arm through first and then sort of my body slide through. So my head went through and beyond was a blackness. It was like totally black. And then I had a flash of an image and I've been trying to think of this in the past couple of days to explain it, but imagine like um, say like a an egg, egg like eggs a little bit, but like on a body, like lumps on a body, and they're scaly and there's like a glow behind them, and then that flashed away, and then you get a flash of like a face, which is sort of a dragon face, but like a short snout, maybe like um, when I think about it now, is pictures I've seen of. We had a little, a uh, few episodes ago, we talked about the Draconis aliens, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like lizard things, like sort of like that, but huge, like a, it's something big, but not as like um, a one thing, like this is just like a flash of an image. And then from that, instantly, that happened in like a second, like that, and I got these like images, but it was all black and I didn't see, it was like a figure. And then I, I went back out the doorway and everything was white. There was like, I could still see the doorway was maybe black, but everything around me was white. And I woke up and I woke up and shouted at the top of my voice. Not like, I didn't scream. I was just like, a, I was like, ah, like really loud. And then that's what I remember. But what I actually done is after I shouted, I rolled over and I shook my wife and I said, get back whatever and i shook my wife it's like get up we've got to go we've got to leave and like she was fucking you know what i mean i don't <laughs> i don't remember saying that i remember waking up and screaming and like shouting really loud i don't remember saying that and then i remember calming down like oh my god what what was all that and then like the the image of the dream come back um, but but really scared my wife she's like what the fuck's going on she's like i'm so scared what, what's going on it's like no no it's fine it's just a dream you know and obviously after the happened i was laying laid there in the bed like oh calm she was really scared she's like what's going on i'm like oh my god uh. and i was like oh it's okay it's okay i just had a dream i just had a dream and i remember like going through this doorway i remember shouting but i don't remember what she, what she said i asked her the next morning what i said and she said wow. um get back and then like i was i, I sat up and like shouted and then i i like got on all fours and was shaking her to wake her up and telling her to i shouted get back and i don't want to shout and get back maybe to the Obviously, I think it was probably to the thing that was in the beyond the doorway. And then, like, I was telling it to get up. We've got to leave because we've got to get out of here because it was, you know, fuck knows <laughs> what it was through. all about. Yeah. Scary. But, you know, you, you take a couple of days to try and process all this shit and what's gone on. I, I really don't. I really don't know. The thing is, in the remembering back the dream, going through the, like, I, there was fear through the doorway to go through it. When I went yeah. through it, I didn't. I don't have any like real memory that memory remembrance of what was beyond the doorway was really scary. I got these flashes of images like this dragon head 
and this like weird scaly bulbous the feeling in your dream yeah. Yeah. but what I said when I woke up is strange ah, like yeah, get, like, yeah get back like telling it to get away from me and then trying to wake my wife up and as if we needed to leave and get away from whatever was there. Yeah, it was it's terrifying. strange. Terrifying, really. I mean, is it, it like... something, is that just a dream? No. From me okay. going, trying to go through this doorway and seeing these images, is there something else that happened before I got kicked out and then oh, I woke up? I can't remember. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying, get back and um... we need to leave. Is there something else there that I don't remember at the moment? Is it? Was it all a dream? Mm. Is it? Anyway, and it's been... I've been thinking about it. Obviously, it's been over a week or so since because we've never done a podcast last week, so it's been over a week or so since this has happened, and it's still playing on me. I can still see plain as day the doorway going through the images that are in my mind. They're all really clear still, and waking up and shouting like, ah, and my my sons woke up. One of us was like, "What the fuck was going on? Why was Dad shouting in the night?" Here, um. I've I don't know. You got any? You got any? Before we go on, have you got any theories? Um, you're like, well, every dreams are nice. I don't believe that dreams are just dreams. You're going somewhere, so I think you were going. You you were being a bit cocky. I mean, maybe in your in your um your uh astral plane, you can fight these things, but maybe on theirs you can't. So you've gone into their domain. So you know they've they've got a bit more control. You know, maybe you're saying yeah. get back is get back to your, you know, you need to get away from, from them. Um, Joe, I'm going to, um, you know, we've talked about Salvia, about doing some Salvia to get, you yeah. know, to get. I, I heard a, this is not linked to that, but it's just an idea, like to maybe put you off of it. But um, it was Joe Rogan talking to someone, I don't know who he was, about, he was talking to someone about someone else's experience of Salvia, and they'd done a Salvia on a podcast live. Um, and when he he done a really big hit of it, and basically the guy who done it, he went into a different world and he lived there for three months or months, seemed like months. And he said he had a girlfriend and a wife and a job and all that shit there while he was on the podcast. And that seemed to stretch out, you know, forever. And then when he came yeah. back, he was like well confused, like what the fuck's going on? I've literally just where's my wife and all, you know, like I've had that yeah. dream. I've had that, You've had that yeah. lucid dream, the experience of having a. Um, but what? Let's. What if you you what if you use something like Salvia and then you went to like a bad universe you know like where the, the dracos are or something like that and what if you couldn't get back i mean maybe that's where you know like you've got um the lovecraftian tales of like people going insane and stuff like that maybe that's a yeah maybe that's a that's yeah. a thing like you know you, you well, you're, I, you're spirit I spoke to you about this before people talking about different drugs and mm. um they said about salvia is like one of the worst Best. like to give you no the, like one of the worst ones to do for bad experiences in that sort of sense. Interesting. Some, I remember there was one that people talked, they were saying that they dreamt that, not dreamt, they'd done the hit and they became a calendar and they went into the calendar world and everyone was calendars. For I mean, that's just a normal, that's like doing um, tripping, isn't it? Like doing acid or whatever. A little yeah, bit. Yeah, so probably not. It's whatever, maybe it's whatever your, uh, whatever you can, I don't know. I was saying the the thing I listen to is like Salvia can give you like some of the worst experiences of meeting like the worst things. Oh, right. Whereas sure. there's other stuff like DMT, you meet the machine elves or yeah, exactly. you know other type of yeah. drugs. You you do stuff and you experience stuff. But Salvia apparently you can give you some of the like meet make you meet some of the worst experiences. Maybe it's just apparently if you do like twenty sniffs in your through your nose, like twenty sniffs of what? 
air like really quickly and then do one really big breath and hold it and then let it out it gives you like a bit of a dmt hit right now yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna try do it. it do it i'll try it tomorrow when i wake up now i'm not doing it now you do it now really 20 sniffs are you actually trying this if you pass out i'm just turning this podcast off and going home i am home. i grow horns i don't think that i, I think i've missed i can't remember yeah. what it was Maybe it's breaths, not nose breaths. I can't breathe. <laughs> Maybe it's ear breaths. Breathe through your ears. Like I'm one of those people who can breathe through their ears. And I've done 20 breaths through my ear. And it's <laughs> all worked fabulously, darling. I can yeah, breathe through my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't need to breathe. I don't need to eat food. I, yeah. I, I, I eat food with sunlight through my eyes. Yes. I do these butt breaths. Butt you just snuff up suck. the... <laughs> suck it up through your ass. But you fucking do, you dirty bastard. Anyway, where were we? Before you... Anyway, did you like that? I was really... I like... Yeah, it's terrifying. Nice. It's been with me for since it happened. I'm just trying to... It's never going to leave you, Lee. Trying to I think. think. I think next time, though, I'm, I'm going to be prepared. Because it's there now. Yeah, yeah. I was Dragon, going to get punched in the balls. I didn't know he had balls because it was all mostly black. But yeah, I just... Time. Before I came down to start to join you, before you summoned me... Um, I was just watching the third series of Mandalorian. Little, you know, the, this is the way. Yeah. Watch it. No. Because it's you know, shit. What, it not, I've seen Mandalorian. I watched the first couple, and, but the third one, I like. Nah. Oh, it's the first. It was the first episode, and it, they're going through um warp, and the little man, little uh, Yoda person, hyperspace. Yeah, he's looking out, and there's these giant um, squid things either side yeah. of him. He gets terrified. Cthulhu, isn't it? That's what they're inferring. It's okay, like yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, there's a lot of that shit coming about. They live in the like, beyond. Yeah, just saying. That's what I'm saying. It's trying to tell you, aren't they? They're always trying I'm to saying. tell you. Always trying Are to tell they, you. though? They use culture. They use them thick, uh, is it culture. They use stuff. I mean, people... <laughs> yeah, they use stuff. They, well, use, they use images. They haven't just put a, uh, a squid in it out of whatever. They've done it because... Squid like giant squid like thing puts in the asteroid, and he's like the Yoda thing. Oh, okay, you know I mean, just yeah. saying, just saying. Well, do they just use squid creatures because squid creatures are quite weird, like octopuses yeah. and that? You right. don't want them on you, do you? Yeah, really? but I mean, my, and the other one, that other, this is uh, freaky ovenous. Yeah, I mean, if they had like a, a big ape swimming through the hyperspace world, everyone'd be like, Oh, it's a big ape, but octopuses are and squids are. Like so, they do that with their arms behind them. Going, they're so like different. They're otherworldly. That's why that you choose it. those images. Or maybe to... they actually exist in the other world. Ain't there something like squids or octopuses? Like actually, are they reckon they are actually from a different planet? Or I say octopuses. Yeah, potentially could be aliens from another world. Yeah, whatever. What fucking ever. Anyway, moving on. Anything else? Ed, any other? Um, no, that that's all I've got. Dream dream wise, which was freaking freak. But my wife was really scared for the rest of the night. <laughs> I'm like, I was telling her it's okay. It's just a dream. But I don't know. I don't know what it meant. Yeah. I think it meant yeah. I. I do look back and think I maybe I was too cocky. Like it, I've had lots of dreams. We've related a lot of them on these podcasts over the episodes where I have interactions with uh, like a deem demon entity in my dream and i psychically kick its ass or have over the years got better at kicking its ass until eventually i don't really have them anymore because they don't scare me or whatever that could just be 
psychology and to do with fears, my own you've been personal using fears. Runes and stuff. Not really. Huh? Have you been about... using your runes? Have you been using, meditating on your runes or meditating? Uh, on... Not really. I mean, I pull a rune every day just to learn what the rune means. I still do that stuff. But with this dream, I was thinking because I have the psychic demon dream, which I've defeated. So is this like the next level? Is that something else that my mind's playing back to me to battle? Or was it a real thing beyond this doorway that basically kicked my ass and kicked me out of the dream? Everything's world? real and everything's not real. So, you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe everything's real and not real. Or is well, it? I don't know. It's, it's like... I think mean, it all depends how I feel. Sometimes I'll be like, yeah, well, that's yeah. real. Other times I'll be like, nah, that's all rubbish. I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know always, what it means. Listen, I don't think anything that you create in your head is not there. I think everything, every, every thought become, is a thought fault. So even if, even if, like, even if your demon thing is that you're being, you're creating it through your, your cool so-called brain or whatever, it's still there. It's not like, it's not just, it's not just, when I say a figment, your imagination is not, a, it's not a non-thing. Everything that you think about is projected into the astral plane and can become, you know, and, and what, I, what I can say about this dream is it wasn't a demonic thing. It was something it wasn't else. Your, it wasn't your normal demonic thing. It was something. Yeah, it was yeah. like, what it was, was something beyond, like I've had, Maybe I'm going. For, maybe it's like a process I've gone through and defeated the demonic part of my psyche, mm. and this maybe. is like the next step. But this this was something bigger. Mm. It was like when I went through the doorway, it was so big you couldn't see. It was black, and I got like snatches of it, so you couldn't visualize it in one yeah. thing. I don't so know. Maybe it's part of your ego breakdown, breaking down of your ego, sort of thing. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we'll see. Let's see if it comes. See if it comes back. If it comes back, it's getting fucking fucked up, man. Because I'm ready for it. Hope it does come back. Take you away. Yeah. Don't know. Anyway, stay tuned. Maybe I'll be. Uh, I hope it comes soon. through your um. No, I hope it comes through your demonic door opening and turns into like a big Cloverfield monster. That'd be cool. Think about that. That wouldn't really be cool. Not on your house though. Like, it steps so big that it walks walks away from your house. What are you going on about? I don't know. I just I like that film. It's a good film. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you don't really. You don't wake up in the morning like, and think, and then sometimes you really quite think, wait, wait for the big steps. Big Cloverfield monster or the, the uh, tripods from. Yeah, everything. From what's it called? War of the Worlds. Yeah, or like a nuclear explosion, which you just so happen no. to. Like, no, 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 no. Because you're no, just no. like, oh, get on the floor. No, 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 no. No, yeah. No. I was anyway. watching, a, watching a video the other day and they were like, in fact, it was earlier today, they're like, oh, all of the um, videos. Oh, it's Joe Rogan again. Uh, all the videos of, you know, like in the 60s, 70s, whatever. Obviously, because we know the, the famous one when they've got a big, it's like little model set up. And there's yeah. A, they're not and models. They real have their real pictures. Whatever. And and it sucks the, um, yeah. And, that. and he was like, but the camera doesn't even get affected by it. And they were like, oh, well, man. No, because yeah. they build platforms that can withstand certain forces. Withstand. Okay, whatever. With my bunny ears. I'm just the saying. Thing that, is, this is strange no that you brought that up because earlier on I watched a video about Hiroshima, about right. the bomb that they dropped, and about why people are living there now. Because people, there'll be lots of conspiracies hmm. that be 
about nuclear radiation. stuff. Yeah. Radiation. But because, the, and they'll say, they'll make comparisons to Chernobyl. The difference yeah. is, Hiroshima was an airburst, which exploded half a kilometer above the city. So right. the pressure wave come down and literally the, all the way, like, it blew stuff up. It, it expanded it down and bounced going, back. Yeah. yeah, so it didn't yeah. kick up. It wasn't like a, it didn't That's kick what... up the particles. So within... 24 hours, a lot of the radiation had already dissipated because that's the way it works. It whereas Chernobyl... The, um, ground and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, whereas Chernobyl was an explosion from the ground which kicked up loads of particles, which was like yeah. a particular explosion. So you've got shit going up into the air and covering stuff, yeah, which is that, yeah. a lot different. So, so was Nagasaki your um, airburst as well? Yeah, then? yeah, they both were. They both okay. were like over the cities. Yeah, yeah. So although there's destruction because they said they had 64 kilograms of plutonium or whatever the the thing oh, uranium, but uranium, is it? the yeah. actual the actual um, amount because of the waste through the process that they had at the time it was less than 0.1 kilos of actual mass exploded it's like right. literally like a butterfly of a butterfly yeah. weight of mass from nuclear explosion exploded, exploded done that bomb fucking hell so maybe they're so, like, you know they're, they're, the ones that haven't tested just like uh, yeah. they, they made a um that joke in it they made a uh, a bomb that could destroy the world and then test it. yeah you know what i mean it's well that, that's an atomic bomb and then we're, we're going for hydrogen bombs which are different it's a different technology so it, they're more powerful but it was interesting yeah, to um, know that they had like 64 kilos of the mass to blow up it was only 0.1 kilo so like less than i don't know whatever it was it was a tiny tiny amount that actually done the fusion fusion fission fission thing that made the bomb well i'm hoping the um, it's just strange that you brought up nuclear bombs and i watched that video earlier hope the aliens or or interdimensional um friends overlords yeah overlords whatever die the died, whatever they called, disarmed all the uh, nukes everywhere in the universe. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. I hope. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Anyway. Let's uh, move on. Got any news, bro? Oh, fuck me. Have you not done that yet? No. <laughs> God, it's a fucking Christmas. What uh, happened? Do, 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 do. What? Uh, oh, 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 what have I got? Yeah. Uh, what? No, oh, sorry. Yeah, news. News. I suppose do some news. This shit. I'm gonna do this fucking, fucking mate. I'm being passively aggressive now. I'm being aggressively aggressive. It's like a furnace. Expats in Spain stuck in lockdown as temperatures soar to 43 degrees. Some expats are living in Spain. Expat is someone who used to, is English living in a different country. An expatriate. Yeah. So not patriotic anymore, have taken to locking themselves indoors due to rising temperatures, with one describing the ordeal to express.co.uk as similar to the coronavirus lockdown. Except you're doing it yourself, you cunt. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to read the rest of it. It's just all this bullshit about the, the uh, temperatures, whatever. So the new, there is, because we know they're going to do climate lockdowns, and that is this whole shit is all about that climate lockdowns what they could do in the uk oh it's a bit fucking cloudy so you have to yeah. stay in your doors you know what i mean i think maybe they they were planning it for this month but this month's been shit yeah they but I, 
I did see something on social media earlier there. The, a um, what's it called a, a graphic from a weather map from nineteen yeah. I don't know, yeah. say eighties. Nice, just sunny. like it's all it's just sunny. It's like oh, the weather's twenty four, and then like nowadays, and I think the temperatures were slightly lower, but it's all red and like anger, and you know mm. we're all gonna die. Just dumb. Oh, it's fucking right. Psychological warfare. I'm not wrong. But I'm also the the climate is changing. Not in this country, it ain't. But it is. But it ain't. Mm. It's, like, it's, 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 it's summer, we call it the summer holidays, and it's the same weather that it always is in summer holidays. It's what, raining. raining. Yeah, okay. simple as that. It's not. I think it's getting warmer. Oh, I don't think it is. I don't think we can deny the climate is changing. I don't know uh, why it's changing. I think that's. I don't. I don't think we can. Don't put me in your little team of climate. Well, you can. Brothers. Because I think the world is getting warmer. Well, of course, it's problem... coming out of an ice age. So it yes, would the, be, naturally. The, the problem is, why is it getting warmer? That's the problem. Because we're coming out of an ice age. And because they spray fucking clouds everywhere to warm it up. Yeah, all that shit. All of that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm a climate denier. Don't care. Put me in prison for it. They probably will now. That's it. Yeah. Said it. Sure, it's going to happen it. at some point. Yeah. Well, I'm going to prison for it. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, there's um oh, I don't know if this is a bad thing, but there was a, on the train it was a notice um if you I don't know how they do it uh you can be arrested for sexually looking at someone. It's like I can't even work that one out. So you, it it was a big poster. Uh you can uh, we can arrest you for I don't know what the words were, but it basically it was like you you look at someone sexually. Like you're eyeing someone up. It's like a, an offence to look at someone. Like I mean, it was a, a genuine like so police post or something like that. How do they ma- how do they measure that? Is that I don't because know. someone if you look at someone like top to bottom? No, it no. Is. no. Imagine like you eye like the the term is eye someone up. So you start there like the legs and you you move your eyes up their body. Is that? But how do they measure that? There's no. It just I be someone like that person looked at me like that and then. You get arrested because you looked at them because they said that. There's no proof. Uh, yeah, Zach. I just, just there's no way to such, prove. It was such a fault, a fault crime. It was such a fault crime. Yeah, you know that I'm I've, looking at you sexually because oh, like, I stared at you a little bit too long. Right, you look at someone a little bit too long. I mean, land on the floor. I, between I your can imagine you look at some. Like, I mean, if there's. Like someone you think look weird, you might look at them a bit too long, but then they might think you're looking at them too long because they think you're you're um looking at them sexually, but you're looking at them because they look fucking weird. Like your yeah. eyes are too wide apart, and so you stare at them a little bit because you think are they an alien? Are they like yeah. a shapeshifter? But they because they notice you look at them too long, that they think you're looking at them sexually. Like he wants to sex me up, baby, and you're yeah. like, I didn't do that. So when you get arrested, you be like. I, didn't, I looked them too long because their eyes are too far apart and they look yeah. really weird and I don't fancy them. I'm actually re- a little bit repulsed. But then I'm again, not... that's probably a crime as well to be repulsed by someone. Looking at the, um, everybody, you watch people and just, I just watch people. Me. Well, everyone does, don't you? Yeah, Even slightly. You know, what you do, yeah. you look at everybody and you yeah. judge them. You put them in a category like, I like them, yeah. I don't like them. They look weird. They look like they smell. I'm not going near them because they look like they smell. That person looks like he might rob me. That person, no, I'm going to carry on. But all those categories, gone. I'm muting you. There was a room, a woman with her son, and she had really weird bug eyes. And the poor kid, 
like a boy look like his mum. It's like his mum's ugly and you look like your ugly mum. It's like uh, fucking you poor Was kid. Was you staring? I couldn't help it because they look yeah, really there weird. You go. Now you've sexually looked at them. That was a bit weird. Definitely didn't do that. But anyway, you, yeah, but again, the thing is you definitely, you, you, look at, you do look at people. So Obviously, after you reading that poster, did you think, I can't look at people now? No, I started looking more like just to, <laughs> just to see if they're going to arrest you for it. See if my wife can how are they going to arrest sexually as I'm on the train with her. How can I like, like, I'm not looking at anyone. Yeah. I know. It was all a bit, it was a bit weird. That, anyway. Uh, yeah. It's another one of the, um, it's fucking stupid, man. Uh, it's brutal. Europeans so sleepless nights, sleepless nights and dizzy spells in heat wave. Like, drink water. And obviously, if it's hot, you can't sleep. But that's just fucking normal. Yeah. Like, Rogers 35, instead of training by swimming laps in an indoor pool, rather than long distances, uh, isn't, oh yeah, Rogers is, in, is instead training by swimming laps in an indoor pool. Who's rather Rogers? Than long distances. I don't know, some bloke. Okay, sorry. I, I was confused. Oh, yeah. It's like, I thought you were saying Rhodes for a minute. Like, Rhodes is swimming. Yeah. Funny that. But let me uh, with sea temperatures in the high 20s, open water swimmer Gabriella Rogers feels it is easy, it isn't safe to train in the ocean near Valencia this summer. Really, the water is boiling, is it? Fuck off. Well, 20 um, degrees, it's lovely. Sounds lovely. Rogers 35 is instead training by swimming laps in an indoor pool rather than long distances in the ocean. It's way too hot in the water, she says, of Spain's coastal waters, which have, that is just, it's a lie. It's just a really, really big fucking lie. That is a blatant lie. There's a point where you can't cool down. It's brutal. You can. You're in the water. You're cooling down, you fucking toad. Yeah, yeah. It's is, is this a hate crime? Are we being hateful or whatever? Yeah. No, care. no. That's a hate crime against us, I think. I think it is as well. I hope, um, I don't know, I hope she drowns. Sounds lovely. Sea swimming in 20 degrees. Exactly. It's like perfect, oh. isn't it? I don't unless she's, she unless, is it she? Are we, did they say she? Can, oh, we, can we even use pronouns? They. They. they they um they are sli- it, swimming it, in the sea and it, they it, it is saying long it's long too hot to swim sea. in the sea you have to go in a pool yeah it's cooled down dumb it's made it's up fake. it's fake yeah definitely fake oh, i'm gonna who's my last where, where, where did you get that story from i don't know i've just deleted it i've just okay. got it now it's because like it's just something like that if you're reading that and thinking oh my god the sea's heating up too much no one but, i don't know anyone who would read you. that and and s- without actually thinking, say, that sounds horrible. Everyone's thinking, that's the sea I want to swim in. I bet you, I'll go, like, I'll go pop into mum's and mum will be like, oh, did you see the sea's too hot to swim in now? I bet you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bet maybe. I love her, but, oh, Jesus. Yeah, you can't swim in the sea in Spain now because it's bubbling. It's, I've got another one. Oh, no, yeah. it's not actually, not to do with, um, no, it's not climate change actually at all. Uh, fire crews fear over electric car blazes as they are having to double the crew sent to deal with them because their batteries cause rocket-like infernos. You don't fucking say. We we talked about this at work, didn't we, haven't we? Centuries ago on this podcast. Really loads ago, I said to you about the batteries because you can't put them out with water. You need a special fire retardant, whatever shit. They need like five times as many like engines to, if you're using water to put out these electrical battery fires because yeah. they just keep burning. Just on, like, yeah. Yeah. It was like uh, someone said to me about the, um, what, if it, what if they're in like a tunnel, you know, like these big long yeah. tunnels and it catches fire. Like you can't, 
like kills everybody in the tunnel because it can't put the bloody thing out or whatever. I know, but burn. I know about that. You could just you know I mean, but I mean, you could move away from the fire. Well, don't funny, you don't have to go just, on it. Shut up. If they can say the sea's bubbling and people are burning in the sea or whatever, they didn't yeah. say that, but might as well imply that. I can say that that'll burn forever and kill everybody yeah, in the tunnel. True. So It'll be so hot, the tunnel will melt. I will make stuff up. Isn't it? The tunnel will yeah. melt and fall yeah. down. Yeah, it will. And because it's a tunnel under the sea, the, the sea will come through the tunnel, and because the sea's boiling, if one get yeah. boiled, climate change. Exactly, yeah. that's why. Climate. So, that's did you call it clou- climate change? Might as well. Cli- a that's a new one. I like it. Climate, climate change. Climate. That's a new one. Dime aliens in the cli- climate change. World. I love my cli- climate change. I love my climate as well. I've got a story you, for you. You sucked climate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sorry, that wasn't funny. There's a. Headline, why is inflation why inflation is falling but prices are still rising? I'm not gonna read the story, but basically because they're cunts and they want to make more money. Well, I'm gonna say the actual headline is a lie because if price is going up, that's how you judge inflation. Therefore inflation's going up. No. You can't say yes, it is. That's no, price no, you, you put yes, the price, no, that's no. the point of inflation falling. No. The, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, let me explain. You can you can digress or what, explain it afterwards. But if prices go up, that's how they say. That's how you judge inflation. If yes. prices going up, that inflation that's inflation. Inflation doesn't make prices go down. Inflation is what prices are. You understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they can't say is how come inflation's going down but prices going up. It doesn't make any sense at all because inflation is the price rises. Is the cost of is the cost yes. going up? That's the whole thing of it. That's, okay, that, yeah. But it's it's not, all, we all know the money system is a, yes we all know the money yeah you're talking about they should have said about interest rates or, yeah i mean i don't yeah, know it, i don't understand the money system that much but i know it's the interest scam. rates go up to try and keep the prices down but yeah. it doesn't work because the inflation is just soaring so it's all a scam and, and i'm talking like i know <laughs> yeah you're talking like but, no but no, that stuff, was yeah. you are right probably no. with what you just said about yeah. the headline and the headline scares people and they're like in the story, well, it I've just deleted it. It, well, it does not, scare people. Well, no, it's, it's, it's to make no, it's to make people accept. Yeah, it's like, like it's, oh, it's, it's it's just like what happens is just what happens. Well, no, going, oh, thank everything. God, thank God, inflation's going down. But oh, why are the price rises going up? Oh, it's, inflation's going down. It's like cool. Yeah, wow. it's nothing to do with corporations trying to just gouge us all in their eyes. Oh, yeah, it's just the financial system's broken. We're all anyway. This is a new story from. A couple of days ago. The call you've got the same one I have. It isn't. It's oh. about dreams. Not the same ones, mate. Feel good. Dream numbers deliver Maryland woman her third lottery ticket. Oh, really? Apparently. That's brilliant. July 20th. A Maryland woman who regularly plays a set of lottery numbers that came to her in a dream won her third $50,000 prize using the digits. There's what are they? All. Uh, I don't know. The 77-year-old... Why don't people call this, this is the problem for me. The 77-year-old, she's 77. Give it to someone younger, man. Come on, universe. Spread the love. Um, Is she going to give it to people? I haven't got a clue. The 77-year-old, um, hold on, Montgomery County woman told Maryland Lottery officials she started playing the numbers. Okay, we've got numbers. 7, 11, 33. Okay, okay. 35, 39. They're my numbers. <laughs> after she streamed about them twice in 2008 
Okay, she's doing them for a while, but you know, she's 150,000 in how many years is that? 15 years or whatever. The player first. More than I've won. The yeah. players, yeah, exactly. I'd, I'd like one $50,000 prize, thanks. The player first 50,000 prize came in a bonus match five drawing that same year. Okay, so 2008, she won the first one and she won a second 50,000 using the same set of numbers in 2019. The woman scored her third 50,000 bonus match, five prize, this week. Mm. My faith is strong, the three-time winner said. Yeah, mine would be as well. Finances were tight back then, so I prayed about it, and then the dream about those numbers. The woman's latest winning ticket came from William Beers and Wine in Burtonsville. She found out about a win by calling the lottery winning numbers line. Okay, well, this is all just... Didn't we say we were going to try and pray to see if we could get money? By actual pray. Yeah, don't, we said no, we were going to try it, didn't we? No, I didn't say I'm going to pray. I think we did. But we had a podcast where we did one. I think the only time I'm, I'm actually will pray is if... And you hear the air aid siren going off. Uh, I don't know about that. But like, if I'm getting chased by a bear or someone with like a gun or... You know, like real threat to my life at that point, would I might pray. Chased by a bear or someone Doesn't everyone, everyone prays when it gets to that point? Just more like piss yourself or something. No, no, you, yeah, I do that as well, but that that doesn't exclude my praying. I can do two things at once. I can pee and pray at the same time. Actually, that's funny. Actually, because um, when I went to this orbital thing earlier, go up to you know it's like East London, or whatever, and you, there's like this, um, there's like this where there's a there's a pub bit here which you didn't you know we were looking at, it's a cafe and there's this big uh, overhang kind of thing like a. Subway, massive what? subway, like a big massive subway, but not a subway. We walk around the what corner. What do you mean by like, subway? Well, like, like the shop, the subway that sells. No, like a, it's like a, an overhang, like a, it's like a bit. <laughs> what, what? An overhang for what? Like a walkway under the ground. Yeah. Does it yeah, go under the ground? Um, a covered walkway. Yeah, they call it a covered walkway. We walk yeah. around the corner. It was like about thirty youths dressed dressed in black. There, and I thought, oh, oh we're okay. just going to get. Just gonna get mugged now. Yeah. They were. They were just like gathered there to do their street dancing. I was yeah. gonna say, did they? Did they do like um, like fame or a flash dance? Yeah, it was like that. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much for you. It was. Well, not for us, though. But it was. I was like, they were like cheering, cheering each other, and I thought that's really shit. But I didn't say it to them because what their they dancing were... was shit. We're just cheering each other. Yeah, their dancing was a bit, but they were having fun, so that was good. Okay. I didn't like. It. You know, it was just they were doing all. So first of all, you thought they um they were going to mug you, like Basically, 30 yeah. of them. Didn't you, you, the could fight, you could fight 30 people. I can run fast than Kelly, though. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> could fight 30 people while you yeah. run away. You know, it was just the first, you know, you yeah. first. Yeah, of course. The... You see all those yeah. people dressed in black, yeah. and then they've done a flash dance. You're like, oh, they all... Yeah, they did it fast. Yeah. Like a... But, they, you know, they just had to, you know, doing their whatever. But I don't know, where did that come from? Why did I say about that? Sure. Can't remember now. Anyway, uh, anyway, last census, the winner said her latest prize money will go towards paying some for some dental work and funding a vacation. Show me your teeth. Show your teeth. Yeah, good for her. That's cool. That's dream, good. dream related. So you can I, dream. I, 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 you can I, dream a dream. A, yeah, I've definitely had um lottery numbers mm. before in my dream and write them yep. down, not one. Okay. I've had but numbers then, in my dream, but not a whole load, and generally I forget. Like that. Thanks for that, bro. Uh, so, you got any more news? Uh, yeah, unfortunately. I've just one more. I haven't read it. I just saw the. Uh, What's the headline? 
Livestock ripped to pieces, carcasses with huge puncture marks deep into the bone. More than 1,300 reported sightings of wildlife experts are taking them seriously. No, is this, did we not do this before? But in Wales. It snowed, didn't it? It's a couple of years. Yeah. A couple of no, years, a couple of 20, months. It's 21 hours ago. Does this new dusher prove big cats are on the prowl in Scotland? The one we did before okay, was Wales, yeah. weren't it? Yeah. Two men in Bridekirk reported, can I just. I can't do a Scottish accent. Bride Kirk reported as seeing a large cat the size of a Labrador in 2018. Oh, that's old. It's believed the creature roaming around Dumfrieshire was a black leopard. The Scottish big cat research team says preliminary findings may back this up. Uh, I don't want to do the whole thing. It's just basically... The same. There's big cats in Scotland, maybe. Yeah, but it's... I, do you know what I think? I think it's just... A, I think it's just a generic story and they've just changed the location. You know, like, because it sounds very much like the one in Wales when she was yeah. like, but she was saying it's... Um, Are they advertising something? Are they going on about a shop or something in it? Because it could be uh, a, like a native ad. They... It was just 10pm and light was draining from the sky when two villagers saw a very large black cat-sized one set of a Labrador. Silently, the animal stalked the edge of the field close to the village near Annan before vanishing quickly out of sight. Large house cat, very well big cat, very well fed dog, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But it does. Um, have you no. not seen the, the stories of the uh, someone filming a lioness in Germany? And it Germany? No, I, I was thinking about that. They said about the lioness, but the police researched it because I was going to do the story. They think it could have been a wild boar. Have you seen the video? I haven't seen the video, but I've I read was informed a couple it doesn't of look like a lioness. Well, like, they're like, saying it's it looks like a lioness, not a lion. No. They're saying it's a wild boar. Is that not to scare people? I don't know. Uh, German lioness. You don't know German lion. They've researched. They didn't find any evidence for a lion. They said it, it's probably a wild boar. Okay. Well, I'm going to fucking watch it now, right now. Well, are you four, three? You know, got a little advert. Share the video. Oh yeah, can I do that? Can I do that? I mean, here we be. And now go through and accept it and put it up here. Uh, there. Not very technically minded, are we? There we go. Not working, is it? Go on then, yeah. yeah. It was spotted just outside Berlin's southern okay. limits that in doesn't the look suburb like a of Kleinmachno. Police said no zoos, circuses. Could we just watch it? Where is it? It's there. You're playing it. What have you done? I'm playing it. It seems to. The, Someone was talking, and now it's. Oh no, it's still going. Yeah, that's oh, not a boar. Feeding on a wild boar, according to reports by Brandenburg police. Spotted just outside Berlin's southern limits in the suburb yeah, the... of Kleinmachno. Police said no zoos, circuses, or animal shelters have reported oh, a missing lioness. Oh, we cannot see it. Sorry. See it now. Hmm. Ich habe zwei kleine Dackel, was soll ich denken? Das ist ja das ideale Löwenfutter wahrscheinlich. Äh, eigentlich gar nicht. Durch die Polizei, die hier steht, fühle ich mich eigentlich gar nicht unsicher. Same, because the police are here. I don't know if anyone speaks German. Local forests have deployed helicopters, drones and thermal engine cameras to track down. But I saw this and police are saying there's no evidence there's a lion. There's, it was a wild boar. But they're in that report, that looked like a lioness. And it looked like they said it was eaten. I don't know. Shapeshifter. Maybe. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Got that face. 
strange. It's a strange one. So that. <laughs> right. Moving on, bro. Okay. I've got oh, yeah, more news. Hey, got, all, doing... all the news Sorry. is shit. <laughs> moving on. I mean, I've seen some stuff about Ukraine and that, but I can't be bothered. Yeah, but, fuck. Fuck Ukraine. Fuck Russia. Fuck them fuck both. Fuck Zelensky. Right, we're doing um, a little bit, a little skit with some people. Skit? Green. I'm not doing a skit. What is a skit? I don't know. It's like a... Like a... Like this. Our whole thing's a skit, isn't it? Like a short... <laughs> skit. Oh, we get short mess, anyway. Sketch. Okay, we're doing uh, just like some... What are we doing, bro? About dreams. We're going to have a look at some dreams. Maybe a little bit about what what the psychologists say dreams are and then just some stories. Because I had my weird fucking dream where I woke everyone up in the house because I screamed. I didn't scream. Yeah. I shouted really loud. And then... I'm going to get myself a drink and you talk. Because I, because I had a an encounter with an Eldritch Horror. That's what I think it was. You know, like Lovecraft and Eldritch Horror. So I got some... We yeah. got some stories about... Eldritch horrors and all people's dreams about it, although whether they're real or not, and just some scary dreams. And we're going to read a little bit about what they think dreams are. If, if you begin while I make myself a, a you, nice you off you go, bro. Urban and okay, what is a dream? A dream includes the images, thoughts, and emotions that are experienced during sleep. Dreams can range. We all know that what that is. Why they tell us this? Dreams can range from an extraordinary intense or emotional to very vague, fleeting, confusing, and even boring. Some dreams are joyful, while others are frightening or sad. Sometimes dreams seem to have a clear narrative, while others appear to make no sense at all. I think we all know that what's going on there. You wake up and you'll be like, ah, oh, there's a had a dream, and you think, oh, I walked down this road, but then the road turned into a river, and I was in the river, but there was dolphins, but the dolphins were flying. You know, you have those sort of dreams. Like, what the hell does all that mean? Beyond what's in a particular dream, there is the question of why we dream at all. Below, we detail the most prominent theories on the purpose of dreaming and how these explanations can be applied to specific dreams. Oh, specific, not specific. How do scientists study dreams? The question of why we dream has fascinated philosophers and scientists for thousands of years. Traditionally, dream content is measured by the subjective recollections of the dreamer upon waking. However, observations is also accomplished through the objective evaluation in a lab. In one study, researchers even created a rudimentary dream content that was able to track what people dreamed about in real time using magnetic resonance imaging patterns, MRI. The map was then backed up by dreamers' reports upon waking. Where what does that even mean? The role of dreams. Some of the more prominent dream theories contend that the function of dreaming is to consolidate memories, process emotions, express our deepest desires, gain practice confronting potential dangers. Many experts believe that we dream due to the combination of these reasons rather than any one particular theory. Additionally, while many researchers believe that dreaming is essential to mental, emotional and physical well-being, some scientists suggest that dreams serve no real purpose at all. I think dreams serve a purpose to us. I think they 100% serve a purpose. I think they're a lot to do with, like, like psychologically, I think they do with processing emotions and things like that. 
I think um, that dreams are can be separate from your psyche as well as a different experience to you don't just because you dream that you're murdering people in your dream doesn't mean you want to murder people i also i just have you dreamed that yeah i, I do you know my my i've got i've my, for a long time i've had lots of different dreams where i'm worried that people are going to find the bodies that are buried okay yeah yeah but have you ever had a dream of burying the bodies of murdering and burying them I don't think so. It's always like worried that someone's going to dig up, but I haven't got anything to hide. Do you know what I mean? But I'm always worried about. Like, yeah, I mean, is that, 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 that psychologically? Could be psychological. Is that not? If you look at it, you haven't buried bodies or murdered anyone. You're just worried about people finding out stuff you've hidden. Well, which means I think it's possibly I might have been murdering people in my past life, a past life experience, or future or, life experience, or this life experience. <laughs> or but, um, going to more mundane. Things. Are you just pressed emotions? Worried? Yeah, like you more worried about people finding out stuff you think about. Is it think about? Well, maybe. Or, yeah, I suppose. Maybe. I mean, it could be what you say, hmm. but I mean, this whole thing we're reading now—they don't go into any sort of esoteric means of dreams. They don't have, you know, if yeah. I told them about my going through a doorway and meeting like an elder fucking god, dragon-like god, or whatever be and they'd be like oh that's just a psychological you just you just saw a emotion two weeks ago and no no not not tools they're just like that's some sort of you know the doorway represents one thing going through beyond like you're scared about going into the unknown and dealing with but that in your day like, yeah maybe maybe they press, might say that press gayness yeah probably, probably your doorway nothing is wrong, that nothing wrong to press gayness in this time and age but, but they wouldn't be when we spoke about it earlier I think there may be more to that. It could be a connection to something beyond. Feels when I woke up and screamed yeah. like, "What? Why the fuck am I saying get back? Why am I telling it to get? I don't know. Get back, and we need to get out of here." I just think in did I, I encounter did I encounter something otherworldly, powerful, hmm. otherworldly beyond, yeah. or was I, it a, just a subconscious listen, thing? I don't think. I don't think you're ever just in your head when you dream. I know you said that. I don't, I don't know how the, what the process is. I don't know if it's, it, you go in to go out or you go out or it's just some other place. But I just don't think. I don't, you know, even like I've said to you, every thought is a thing. You have to think something. Think every something thought is a thing? Every thought is a thing. You have to think before, like, uh, I don't know. It's That's manifestation, like, though, isn't it? No, well, this is my mouse. It may be manifest. It's not manifestation. That it is, but this mouse, it, it before it was this, someone had to think about making it, so it becomes a thought. I know it's like, oh yeah, it's just thinking about you know, and then the process of it. It is, but it, this was thought about before it was made. Every single thing was thought about. Everything that happened that happens is thought about before it comes about. Nothing's. Right, mate. Like, there's. I understand like, what you're saying. You know what I mean, like, everything's everything's created there. So everything's I, I, dreamed up before it's created. Yeah. So I think the the dream world is mm. a. I, I think maybe there's different layers of, and different yeah, places. I, I think you might even create. You might create like what a dream may be. It doesn't mean every dream that you have is necessarily connected to everybody's dreaming place. I don't necessarily think that. Maybe you've got your own. 
but well, some places are connected I'm to other people's. Like build on what you just said there. That could be true, but think of it as like a. You went on the train earlier. Did you go on the tube? Tube, yeah. The underground. The think of the yeah. underground. You went onto the underground. You go. You're like on the surface, and you go into the station, mm. but then you travel deeper down. So like the surface level is just basic dreaming. Then you go down escalators. Mm. You go into different levels, and maybe yeah. those levels link to more like maybe realities. So it's not all it's not all a different reality where you're going mm. out and you're leaving. Like when you get into the station, you're just dreaming, and you're if you're on that level, yeah, maybe you're yeah. just doing dreams and you're just working stuff out in your psyche. But maybe you can go down escalators or stairs and go to deeper levels and connect to when you go down your there's stations, and those stations take you to other places which mm. may be beyond maybe, yeah. your normal dreaming psyche yeah but yeah i, I can relate to that. Maybe. If you so I, that mate, I don't know if every well dream you like have that. is you going out of your body going somewhere else sometimes you're just dealing you're still within your body dreaming but sometimes there's you get there is that access different doorways escalators yeah, i'm not going to disagree with that it doesn't mean i necessarily agree with that but i do i agree with what you're saying yeah i don't i, do, I don't yeah. in your thing i don't believe every dream is you outside your body I think you can access well, outside, inside, it's inside, whatever you know what I mean. Outside is just a term. Outside, I don't believe every dream is you beyond you. Some dreams you're just dreaming in your head. Let's, be, let's put it that way you're dreaming in your head, there's no external stuff, you're just working shit out. But I think you may be able to go beyond that down the escalators, maybe up, depends what you want to say up down in, whatever out, the, 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 the direction's not important in this ana um ana what's it called analogy analogy we're going down to deeper levels and then going on them platforms travel on them trains to other places connecting to hmm. beyond your just head beyond your head i'm not going to disagree with that either okay. i don't know anyway what causes dreams to happen? This is what I'm going to read. In the interpretation of dreams, Freud wrote that Freud's, I don't know, I don't do Freud, wrote that dreams are disguised fulfillment of repressed wishes. He also described two different components of dreams, manifest content, actual images, and latent content, hidden meanings. Freud's theory contributed to the rise of popular dream interpretations. While researchers failed to demonstrate that the manifest content disguises the psychological significance of dreams, some ex experts believe that dreams play an important role in processing emotions and stressful experiences. I, I think that's the thing, especially yeah, on the surface yeah. level. We're talking now station analogy. Yeah. But I know a lot of Freud stuff is like, oh, you just it's all do with sex and stuff. I mean, I think he was a yeah. very repressed man. I don't know anything oh, I, about I, I, him. But it's like all oh, all men want to like have sex with their mum and stuff. Mm. I don't know if that's true because I haven't read any Freud. But when people but talk that, about that's it, that's one of the ever, things. Yeah, yeah all women want to have sex with their dad. It's all to do with sex. I don't think that's true. No. Uh, well, I don't know, but I don't. I mean, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure there's some weird people out there, especially the ones with their, their, no their eyes are like further apart in their head, and you stare at them on the train. Weird people. Fish heads. Anyway, you read fish the next head, bit, Rich. Yeah, I don't think I've got what you're reading. All I've got is um, I have a sleep disorder and my dreams are frequently Lovecraftian. That's what no, mine starts with. You're an idiot. No, it I sent really you a does. file. There's a a link there, the top 
is like a link you need to paste it into your browser. Oh, got ya. Okay, I'm doing it. Sorry, very well prepared here, guys, because we're not. Jeez. Into my duck, duck, go. Right, okay. I'll read the next bit and then you can. I know, you're right. It's, it's fine, man. Just keep. Um, well, according to the activation synthesis model of dreaming, which was first proposed by J. Allen Hobson and Robert McCarley, known well, circuits in the brain become activated during REM sleep, which triggers the amygdala and hippocampus to create an array of electrical impulses. This results in a compilation of random thoughts, images and memories that appear while dreaming. When we wake, our active minds pull together the various images and memory fragments of the dream to create cohesive narration. I don't know about that. Mm, I don't think so either. It's like they just... You, so while we're dreaming, while we go to sleep, we have these like random stuff. We wake up and then make, make oh, meaning yeah. out of our random stuff. Mm. No, because yeah. a lot of dreams don't. A lot of dreams you have random stuff. I agree with that. Yeah. A lot of it, when you think about it, when you wake up, you can't make any cohesive stuff out of it because it doesn't make it doesn't make sense. No, but, then, but which is what well, we we, di we digest the stuff that doesn't make sense and try to, uh, you know, we I, I will look at stuff and put uh, maybe esoteric or whatever meaning to yeah. whatever and try and. Um, is this a? Is this a? Um, fuck me! Is this a sign sort of thing? You know, yeah. I, that's that's what I do a lot. Well, I mean, that would be go back to the what level on the underground station are you? Because like, if you've mm. just walked into the station and trying to make um, esoteric connections to that surface level where you got into the ticket office, there's nothing there because your your brain is just processing. We do process. There is stuff where you can look at a dream and think, oh, uh, I don't know you had something happen during the day or last couple of days and your brain will be recreating that process or a similar sort of conflict yeah, or yeah, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to resolute how that happened. And that probably hasn't, if you're looking esoterically, that's not going to happen. You need to go down the escalator. You need to go down the stairs to a deeper level. And yeah. some dreams go there. Lots of dreams don't. Lots of dreams you do wake up and you'd be like, oh, I had a dream and I know I was in a traffic jam. Because early in the day you was in traffic, traffic or jam. you were stuck somewhere, and you know they, your brain processes that way. I do believe that happens. But I don't think, get. I don't think all all our dreams are random images, and then when we wake up, we try and process them and make them into stories. I don't think no. that's true. Well, I know we've, we're not talking about this now, but I mean it's relevant. Like the lucid dream. Yes. Wait, I mean, I, I'm, I, I honestly, I'm not dreaming. I'm. It's like I'm physically. I mean, I am dreaming, but um, it's like I'm. I can physically. I can physically touch stuff. You know, like do that. I can physically do it when I'm there. It's like I've. It's like I've been teleported, like Star yeah, Trek style. To some, I don't know some the dream stuff. control. The dream control thing, because there's a problem with lucid dreaming that you have when you first go into lucid dreaming is when you realise you're lucid dreaming, it kicks you out of lucid dreaming. Sort yeah. of. Still, we, yeah, we had this discussion still, yeah. before because I. Hmm. I don't know how long ago it was a few episodes ago I spoke about I was going to a lucid dream and I thought I just want to be asleep if I go into lucid dreaming I'm going to realize I'm lucid dreaming because I'm not controlled enough to do lucid dreaming I'm going to realize it's going to kick me out of the lucid dreaming I'm going to wake up so I thought I don't want to do lucid dreaming so I just went back into normal dreaming but I remember right. doing that when I woke up you know what I mean this yeah because you didn't want to wake yourself up you yeah to stay asleep and, but you have yeah. to be you have lucid dreaming is a 
it's a talent it's a skill you need to practice doing to yeah. remain lucid dreaming i sometimes i fuck it up just by trying to remain lucid dreaming like, yeah that's, my, that's lucid the point dreaming, i need to spin around now to stay lucid dreams like i just keep spinning it's like i have a stop i mean um i haven't done it well apart from that one the flying one the other day like, so I, I, I don't know i think i definitely think them there is levels and some of it has to do with you your brain trying to work stuff out that you've encountered during the day or week and some of it may be more it has a certain physical element to it of wetness um i don't know that's the i don't know what that means wetness it feels damp like wet and when i'm when i'm in my eat my uh the at the um astral lucid dreaming thing yeah it's definitely got a kind of like a weird that's a a, a, a feel yeah wet that's all i can to explain it that way uh anyway you carry on you get dreams dream aid in memory you do that yeah but this is all scientific like yeah that's why that's the point there isn't you have to go somewhere else to find the esoteric we just do this for now where am i dream aid in memory according to the information processing theory sleep allows us to consolidate and process all the information and memories that we have collected during the previous day some dream experts suggest that dreaming is a byproduct or even an active part of this experience processing. Who's the dream expert? This model, known as the self-organization theory of dreaming, explains that dreaming is a side effect of brain neural activity as memories are consolidated. I don't like reading this because um, I'm going to read this last bit. Consolidating during sleep. During the process of unconscious information redistribution, it suggests that memories are either strengthened or weakened. According to the self-organization theory of dreaming, while we dream, helpful memories are made stronger while less useful ones fade away. Research supports this theory, finding improvement in complex tasks when a person dreams about doing them. Studies also show that during REM sleep, low-frequency theta waves were more active in the frontal lobe, just like they are when people are learning, storing, remembering information when awake. But it doesn't mean... I mean, why is that? Why does it have to be like a... It's just a something just to... Uh, to the buck you know to make it easier for you to learn stuff but it is but it doesn't mean it's not a place that you go to just because they, it's all like it has to be for science for, bro for, for science is like it has to be it's physical or it's not physical do you know what i mean but it doesn't have to work that way you know it's a combination of sort of everything do you know what i mean combined together well, it's science. Do not, they don't do this sort of science they don't do I you, random that, that, i'll be honest that that's why i don't like I mean, obviously you do. Yeah. I'm right, they're wrong. <laughs> yeah, but it's just belief, isn't it? You've got no proof that you're right. Like me, if we were talking about, say, uh, Christianity, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't start talking like, oh, I suppose I would, I'd be like reading things from the Bible or whatever. I'm going to read it and go, well, that's wrong. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to. Does that make sense? No. Makes no sense in that analogy. Okay. I mean, Another... Obviously, scientists are looking into dreams. They're looking at brain waves, and you can't measure what's going on in someone's head apart from looking at what their brain's doing while they're dreaming. There's no, you can't go in there and see what they're, they're dreaming, can you? Uh, there's an analogy of a battery popping in my head about. Um, it's like oh, this is not. I can't. I, uh, it's not there, but like a battery. You can met right. A battery will charge. This is not going to fucking work at all. What I'm going to no, explain this. It's not going to work. A battery will charge, say, like a, a um, something, an appliance, a little electrical thing. A battery will charge it, 
and then you can measure the you can like attach electrodes to it and measure the power going through the battery yeah but it doesn't explain what the battery's doing oh, no it, it entirely explains. no no they can no, entirely that, know what the battery's doing i i it's there but i can't quite explain anyway go on we're, i understand what you mean you, like you can look at someone's brain activity but you can't see what's in what's going on yeah, in just their head you're measuring beta and whatever i mean yeah. I admit, that is important don't get me wrong it's not it is important to the physical aspect of the reaction to the dream but it doesn't it doesn't tell you just because your brain's reacting yeah. to whatever this is our, our brains be, like a, yeah there is, could be connections it, beyond what they're measuring yeah, if you're not exactly. looking for so, the measurements then you're not looking you you can't find the measurements can you yeah you the, the brain's just reacting to what's going on it's not creating do you know what i mean that's what that's what in my opinion you know the physical is a reaction yeah, to that's not even there could be more connections there than they're measuring yeah 100% yeah because i mean we can't even see all the you know things of light and all that but, everything around exactly them what, like, what you just said imagine if you're um you want to measure i don't know you you're measuring light but there's so many different wavelengths if you're only measuring mm. certain wavelengths of light you're not going to see the rest of them because no. you're not measuring them no it doesn't mean they don't exist no exactly i know dreams are just weird like i going back to earlier my dream with the doorway and the, the thing beyond it felt more but it doesn't mean it it doesn't mean it is it could just be one of these random things and it's only my it's belief more. that it's more there's no proof is there at the moment we'll I, see I, maybe I, in a few months there may be more proof in what, what only proof, proof is like? the only proof i can give you would be if i have more dreams about it and my feelings and interpretations yeah i mean unless they develop something to measure stuff i mean yeah they, they do these measures of people sleeping and they measure their brains maybe they should measure stuff around them as well air temperature electromagnetic fields and whether that well, changes that. i'm sure that's a thing oh, but yeah, yeah, but i mean it's, obviously it's not in this this is more scientific why dreams happen but you couldn't even like because oh no, i can't it's too deep it's too much for me to if i start going on about uh, to, you right, know, let's dream. read the next bit dreams yeah, spur sorry. creativity another theory about dreams says that their purpose is to help us solve problems in this creativity theory of dreaming the unconstrained unconscious mind is free to wander its limitless potential while unburdened by the often stifling realities of the conscious world That's in fact yeah. research has shown that dreaming to be effective promoter of creative thinking scientific research and antidotal evidence back up the fact that many people do successfully mine their dreams for inspiration and credit their dreams for being their big aha moments mm. Yeah, that's definitely a thing. But that doesn't I mean so they're saying it's just dreaming and they get a big aha moment, but that's fucking come from somewhere else. Yeah, but it, but it could do. But does it though? Well, it's just unlocking the, the okay. unlocking things in their brain, is it that it could be that All it right. could be coming from somewhere else. It could just be your brain being Works brilliant. Brilliant like, and working stuff. Working out your distract your D D what D um deconnecting from your rational brain to let yeah. your subconscious and coming up with these and... ideas whereas you're yeah, you're I mean... saying oh it comes from someone else it's from let's say god you download into your brain yeah also that takes away from people being yeah. awesome yeah i mean yeah okay right maybe it's a bit of both mm -hmm. i don't know but that that whatever theory you want to go with 
Oh no, I mean, I, I can go with that. I just what I'm, I'm what I say is that dreaming isn't just dreaming. But yeah, that's there you go. Some of it is. That's oh. what I think. Motherfucker, you're allowed to. You're not allowed your opinion on my podcast. Okay. <laughs> Under the uh, it's dreams reflect your life. Under the continue continuity hypothesis, dreams function as a reflection of a real person's real life, incorporating conscious experiences into their dreams. Rather than a straightforward replay of waking life, dreams show up as a patchwork of memory fragments. Still studies show that non-REM sleep may be more involved with declarative memory than more routine stuff, while REM sleeps include more emotional and instructive memories. In general, REM dreams tend to be easier to recall compared to non-REM dreams. Under the continuate, continue, I don't know, as continuity hypothesis, Memories may be fragmented purposefully in our dreams as part of incorporating new learning experiences into long-term memory. Still, there are many unanswered questions as to why some aspects of dream memories are featured more or less prominently in dream. What, is, what does that mean? That, that whole bloody thing. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. What the fuck was that about? Like a... Memory more... So, REM is more emotional and non-REM is more sort of less emotional. So when you're having a... a I think REM, REM sleep is... You've got more chance of remembering stuff that happens in REM sleep. Yeah. Yeah, Whereas I mean, the non-REM... REM, more REM, less REM sleep. If you're not having REM sleep, you're dreaming, but you don't remember those dreams. Yeah, well, that's so just it has no it. impact on your life psyche. Exactly. It does because it just, just don't you just don't know that it does. Yeah, but maybe it hasn't less. That's what they're saying. It has less impact because you don't remember it because it's. I'm going to go off of... on a, a tangent, just a quite quick tangent about um, past life regression. Just because it just popped in my head, and I can do that because we can. Um, it's to do with like people. You know, you're trying to. I'm, I sort of think, oh, maybe like saying about earlier about maybe I was like a mass got bodies buried somewhere from my past life. You yeah. know, literally, or like dreamt about being a Viking. But, or Norse, whatever, drowning in a boat, stuff like that. Um, you sort of think people, you know, you try and find out about it, but then you sort of think, well, it's not really relevant. I know why I've done work on onto a past life, sorry, but not relevant to your life now because it's, really, cause it, it's it, relevant because you dreamt about it. You literally, no, yeah, I mean, I'm on about actual past life regression now, literally yeah. now. Um, sorry, it was just a tangent that popped in my head because you, you, like you go, oh, oh no! People go in my past life. I was queen, whatever. But that just literally was somebody else. It was not you now. Sorry, just needed to get out of there. It, it popped in my head. It's not okay. you, you. You you might have been. You might as well have just imagined you were queen fever. Oh, okay, but, yeah. Sorry, guys, for but the, completely. But if we're going about past life, life like that, well, it yeah. could be dream. No, you said about having you dreamt you've buried bodies. Oh yeah, or yeah. Drowned on a. You were via uh, uh, like uh, Norse, a Norseman yeah. driving on a boat, but you're dreaming about that. That's really, if you're thinking their past lives, that's coming through in your dreams. That's relevant to how dreams work. Hmm. That's what we're talking about. How dreams yeah, work. What true, do yeah. dreams do? I mean, obviously, if you did, if you were a Norseman and you drowned on a boat, it has no real. Does it have any relative? I don't know. Maybe it no, does. I don't know. Well, do you know what I'm? I used to think I had a, I had an affinity for um actually this is actually actually maybe is now maybe I I used to have a 
feel like I had an affinity for boats. Like I could be a boat person. I'd quite like it, you know, the, the sway, like, and, you know, and you're yeah. barefoot on the, you know, these little cruises and stuff like that. And then I had a, like a bit of a terrifying experience when I went to Skiaflos with the boat nearly, well, you know, they thought it was going to capsize and they made us all go downstairs. And, and I, yeah, my um, stepdaughter and my wife with me and I thought, how the fuck am I going to, you know, if, if it tips over. And since then, I've had a bit of an irrational fear of boats. I've had to try and get on boats to, you know, get over it. There may be that irrational fear has come through because of my past life experience of drowning in a boat. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's we like, can talk you know, about irrational fears though. It's nothing yeah, okay. to do with dreams. But why would you? Why would one ex one experience on that boat make you fearful for other boats? It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Mm, it doesn't. So now, but now I, I, I it is definitely it's definitely because a you like. You get on a different boat. It's a completely different boat in a completely different. Yeah, but I, I forgot to add. Obviously, before sense. I got on, before I got on the original boat that nearly capsized, we had the really bad swell and that. I um, kind of had a dream. Put, no, no, I didn't. I made a room. I I, I done like a salutation for to um, a Neptune and um, well, yeah, uh, yeah, I did like show me something uh, show natural me and powerful. And I thought yeah. I'd get dolphins, but I've obviously now. I expect it to st- it's still. I know, even though I've apologised and everything like that, I still think, yeah, I'm going to prove a point that you know. No, I own you accept, and... you, if long as you accept what he showed you. Yeah, I have. Get... I don't know. That was massive tangent. Sorry. Yeah, it was a tangent. Sorry. Uh, dreams repair and protect the primitive instinct rehearsal and adaptive strategies theories of dreaming propose that we dream to to better prepare ourselves to confront dangers in the real world. Or maybe not the real world. Mm. Those eldritch horrors that are beyond those fucking mm. doors. The dream as a social simula- simulation function or threat simulation provides the dreamer a safe environment to practice important survival skills. I don't think I don't know. Yeah, I'm it. not going with this one. We'll, we'll carry on reading it. But while yeah. dreaming, we hone our flight, fight or flight instincts and build mental capabilities for handling threatening scenarios. Under the threat simulation theory, our sleeping brains focus on fight or flight mechanisms to prep us for life-threatening or emotional intense scenarios, including running away from a pursuer, zombies, falling off yeah. a, over a cliff. That's, you just fall. Zombies. Most of the time, <laughs> falling off a cliff, just that falling thing. Showing yeah, up somewhere naked. Okay. Well, okay. Generally, you don't, why would you do that anyway? Going to the bathroom in public. I mean, yeah, that's, a, that's not, I, have that's that, just, I have a big yeah. one in That's one of the big ones. Yeah, for me, but we can go into that in a sec. But getting to study for a final exam, never had one of them. This theory suggests that practicing or rehearsing these skills in our dreams gives us an evolutionary advantage in that we can better cope with or avoid threatening scenarios in the real world. This helps explain why so many dreams contain scary, dramatic, or intense content. I'm not being funny. If I fall off a cliff, the only thing I'm going to do because of dreaming is try to fucking fly. And how's that going to help me? When was the last time you had a falling dream? I fly the other night. No, falling. You know when uh, you get that falling thing? Yeah, you get that, 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 yeah. Usually and just that as you're drifting years. off and you wake up. When I was a kid, like, I had that a lot when I was a kid, so that probably yeah. means something. Going to the bathroom in public. I'm going to tell you what it means. Go on. It's because as a kid, you weren't used to astral travelling popping out of your body, but as you got old, you got used to it, so now you don't get the, such a the fear, this thing of popping out of your body, now you're just used I, to it. I think I was just like a scared kid. I was scared of lots of stuff when I was a kid. 
Um, going to yeah. the bathroom in public. See, I'm not scared of going to the bathroom in public, but in no. my dreams, I often need a wee, and I can't find anywhere to go yeah. wee. It'll be oh, like, shit, even worse. Yeah, yeah, or or like I need a poo, and um, I go to the toilet, but then the toilet will be like I'll close the door, but then there'll be nothing. There'll be nothing yeah. surround, so it'd just be like a toilet in a field, and like I can't go here, or I like. I know I go to the toilet, but the toilet will be next to the kitchen sink somewhere yeah, in like a public yeah. place. Like I can't go Someone's here. like standing there or whatever. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not afraid in real life going to the toilet no. anywhere. Also, I don't know what the that's dream, about the dream one as well is like when you're like you actually manage to find something and then you wee in, and it just goes on forever. Yeah, and you're like, eh. and then when you actually wake up, you're like, I fucking hope you, you don't wee the bed. No, no, I've you, never, you never done that. Sometimes I wake up and I need a wee, but then yeah. I think oh, I just had a wee. For like a year in a toilet in the yeah. toilet in the dream i don't know yeah i don't know what that i don't know what's about i mean I it, must be, it must be it must be linked to green their wee in and then they wake up and they've wet the bed it must be I'm sure that thousands of people. it must be some sort of anxiety thing night, there, isn't night, it your night the toilet uh, thing but it can't i don't know how you link it to real life because i'm not i'm not afraid of going to the toilet anywhere i don't you know no, i'll go in if i have to i'll go in a bush i'm not bothered i mean i will literally shit anywhere that's a fact. Including behind the blockbusters. Done that. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all right. They don't exist anymore. Blockbusters are gone. It's an old story from years ago. Yeah. I, when you got a shit, when you got a shit, choose a bo- blockbusters to have shit behind. I was on. Um, I, was, I was. I'd been to this this chap's house, and I walked high when it was a long old journey, drunk, and I got to a Belton railway. <laughs> <laughs> and you you spent just to walk across, but I mean I just needed to have a poop and uh I was so drunk it's like oh, I'm just gonna have a look. I was you know like when you're gonna you actually literally are gonna shit yourself. Yeah. I was like I just like put my back against the wall behind bot bus and made sure there was no cameras there and I just like and a big steaming poo. <laughs> <laughs> I had tissue and stuff. Is that why it closed down? Probably, yeah. That's why the whole company uh, went bust because you're on shit you know, behind it. I, I can still remember it now. It was like, you know, it was one of those poos that just goes on forever. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't funny. It was just like, you know, just like, oh my God, how much poo is like a portal's opened and it's just like, <laughs> it, man. Pool to another world, yeah. which is a world I don't want to go to. And I was, but God, I'd have to be really drunk to do that also. And I managed not to fall in my shit as well. Like, Well done. You get bonus points for that. See, that's not a body buried. That's kind of <sighs> Anyway. But like one of those things, um, you got a tick, you know, they have like lists. Have you done this? Have you skydived? Have you done have you shit? shit in, have you done shit in public? Not like in a public place, but uh, not in a toilet. Yeah. It's like, I've never done that. Never had a shit in, not in a toilet. Anyway. You will. Are we doing more of this dream stuff? Dreams help process emotions. No, no, no. Let's, 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 um, let's read out some people's. Hold on. Read, read the no, I, I think this might be interesting. Out. Dreams help process emotions. The emotional regulation dream theory says that the function of dreams is to help us process and cope with our emotions or trauma in a safe space slumber. Research shows that the amygdala, which is involved in processing emotions, and the hippocampus, which plays a vital role in condensing information, moving it from short-term to long-term memory storage, are active during vivid, intense dreaming. This illustrates a strong link between dreaming, memory storage, and emotional processing. This theory suggests that REM sleep plays a vital role in the emotional brain regulation. It also helps explain why so many dreams are emotionally vivid 
and why emotional sorry i'm laughing and thinking about you shitting burn blockbuster and why emotional traumatic experiences tend to show up on repeat research has shown that a connection between the ability to process emotions and the amount of rem sleep a person gets yeah i don't know here you go actually we can do the next bit go on then because it talks about lucid dreaming but all right, lucid dreams are relatively rare dreams where the dreamer's awareness of being in their dream and often has some control over the dream content. Research indicates that around 50% of people recall having at least one lucid dream in a lifetime, just over 10% report having them two or three times a month. It is unknown why certain people experience lucid dreams more frequently than the others, while experts are unclear as to why or how lucid dreams occur. Preliminary research signals that the prefrontal and parental regions of the brain play a significant role. So everything else, uh, hang on, a strong link has been found between lucid dreaming and highly imaginative thinking and creative output. Yeah, me, man. Research has shown that lucid dreamers perform better on creative tasks than those who do not experience lucid dreaming. But it was like this, everything else, they had a, um, a scientific whatever, blah, blah for it. But lucid dreaming is like, ah, uh, maybe. You know what I mean? It's just about creative. There's different free. reasons. They said different regions of the brain are active during lucid dreaming. Uh, anyway, anyway I digress. That's dreaming from the um the scientific community. Let's do it. Let's do a handful of um people's. What is this? You've got um. It's just some. Because I had that dream. It's just yeah. some stories of people said. I looked up. First of all, I looked up like um, Lovecraft inspired dreams. Yeah. Was my okay. the dream I had where I woke up and shouted and woke my wife up and that. It felt Lovecraftian in it. Yeah, yeah. Like something beyond, something super powerful beyond what I knew. Because I say, so go back. There's no, there's no real figure. It's like some sort of drago, draconian dragon thing. But there was no, mostly black. Got a face and bits and pieces. It just felt otherworldly. So, you know. I know, man. I know. So right. I, I looked up um, Lovecraftian dreams. And I got some some of those, and I just got some other dreams that people said were scary. I'm not sure these are all real. They seem, you know, when you dream, if you relate it to people, like a lot of time we have this, where every week we have this, I ask you, have you had any meaningful dreams? You tell me dreams. A lot of time Mm. when people tell you dreams, they're trash, aren't they? They're like, yeah, you're just like, oh, I'm yawning now because you're telling me your dreams. You tell me a dream, and it's It's really boring. So I think some of these experiences that they say i think might not be true because the amount of detail in that seems a bit but you never know so there's millions there's billions of people in the world some of them are gonna have these dreams that there's a story isn't it on the confessionals about a chap who um pick get basically goes to a party because he gets dragged along to a party and he ends up in the desert near um, oh yeah yeah. a tree and he experiences basically like people being sucked up into a portal, vampires and being chased by demons and shadow people and just all kinds of shit. But the, the way, uh, for me, the way he, I, I think he experienced it, but the way he was talking about it, it was like a lucid dream, like a real vivid dream. Because uh, I thought about the way... Like how, some sort of drug trip. I'm Same not even like going to go... Same. No, because, yeah, maybe, but... Like he, your what? interpreted reality was changed because no, you what? see people because I've I've, I've had me, that experience. Shut up, shut up, man. Let me tell you what, what, what I was trying to say. Please shut up. Look pretty. Um, <laughs> the um, now fucking lost my train of thought. Right, because I thought he was like when I tell you if I have a really lucid, good lucid dream, you have a good like you were talking about your um, 
the portal thing. Yeah. You can tell it like it's happening. Yeah. So that's what I thought because he was so the details that he was talking about. I thought he definitely experienced something. So without going, oh, you're making it. Up, it wasn't a story like an actual. You know, it wasn't telling it like he was telling a story like when you're an author or whatever. It was like he'd experienced it, but. So I know you think he experienced it by doing a trip or whatever, like which I suppose that was possible as well. But it seemed like he was he was um, explaining it in a way when you experience that a dream, a really vivid, lucid dream. So you can recount all the details. That's all. Go on, you can talk now. Yeah, just years ago when I was um, done some LSD or whatever, I was walking along. I know, like we both done some LSD, but bloke walked past us and um obviously the, the bloke had been in some sort of fight he had loads of blood on him but all i saw was the bloke i saw him normally like a normal bloke with blood on him but the person i was with said did you see that and then he explained him that he had all like like tubes coming out of his face into his neck and stuff like a like some sort of borg from star trek oh, wow that's how he saw it so <laughs> that's like the the difference yeah. in perception so i that's why when you're talking about that confessionals thing, it seems yeah. like maybe he's like some sort of trip like that. He doesn't have to be dreaming. He just have to be having some like hallucination drug. Yeah. Or okay, maybe possibly. he had a real experience. Who the hell knows? But I think it was maybe like a mixture, maybe a mixture of both. Yes. Yeah, so like, like you can yeah. both be doing the drugs. You both, you know, see things differently depending mm. on what it is. Maybe the bloke did have tubes and shit coming out of him. And he saw the reality of it, and I didn't. He, the bloke, had like some weird mind thing that made me think of him seeing him ah, that would be like acceptable to me. Yeah, so, so it was so acceptable it. to me to be. He just looked like he had um, blood on him because he had a, a fight or whatever. But the other bloke saw him in reality, and he was this weird Borg yeah. fucking thing with yes. tubes. Who the fuck what, knows? What, what, Who what, knows what was real? But because ah. we judge from what we normally see as. Um, yeah. everyday life, I think what I saw was the reality, but maybe that it wasn't reality. Maybe I saw the perception was skewed. Cool. Right. Let's do some of these. I presume you've got these just off the internet. like Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, like Reddit right. and some other places. I'll whack into this. I have a sleep disorder. My dreams are frequently Lovecraftian. I think it's what drew me to Lovecraft's fiction. His work describes the feeling of my dreams better than anything else I've ever experienced. I have had dreams of massive black shapes that hurt me to look at and I could never quite conceptualise what I was looking at as it pulsed and grew until my vision was completely entirely obscured by it. It's almost like looking at an old TV on dead channel with your face way too close to the screen. The pair of that dream still bothers me to remember. That's a little bit like yours, a little bit. I dream of being lost in endless mazes where the geometry never seems to make sense. I turn a corner to realise I am back where... I just was, but now things look a little bit different. Something is coming through the maze, but I don't know what it is and is or what it wants. It scares me so deeply, I don't know why it's here. Sometimes people in my dreams all turn simultaneously to glare at me. Their faces becoming inhuman, their eyes black pits, and I scramble to do something to stop their gaze, but I can't get away. So yeah, Lovecraft and horror always resonated with me. Yeah, that's quite... Yeah. yeah I mean, I've had dreams when I've... Um, had like a fever where I've been a cube and stuff. Yeah, that's, that's not the same that's... as like looking at you. I've actually been like you. You are that shape. So you can't, you been, can't explain I've, it to anybody. I've been the smell of the shape. Yeah, it's like hey. how weird is that? So bizarre. Can't okay, so next one. So I'm a librarian now. 
When I was in school, I worked part-time shelving books as a library page. One night, I had a dream that I was shelving books in a huge library, and the more I stared at the spine labels, the closer I came to being tugged into some sort of otherworldly dimension ruled by unspeakable eldritch horrors. And that's, that's the whole thing. Imagine that. Imagine being in a library by yourself and you're like looking at spines. You're like, this is not good. I'm going home. Mm. I can't read. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, definitely. Like, especially the book thing. It'd freak you out. And that was in the dream or in, and then in Nothing reality. Nothing real. Be- this is. No, that was dream. Yeah, like they had a dream that they were a library. They are a librarian, but they had a dream that they were like being sucked into the books. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah, these are all dreams. Yeah, that's cool. That's okay. Yeah, when I was fourteen or fifteen, I lived in a house where the ceiling sloped down in my room, so I had these small doors that went into a low closet. One night, I dreamed that I woke up and saw the door open, and a creature came out of the closet, haunched over and wearing a glowing helmet. For some reason, I was convinced that this was from a Lovecraft story, and I reread the books I was looking for it. So, at least to me, it was very Lovecraftian nightmare. Oh, so it doesn't say whether it was, but it just felt Lovecraftian. Yeah, it felt. It's that fit. You know, you've got that feeling of a. Otherworldly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like a bit. It's not just a dream, it's something a bit more in your little dream. Yeah. Go. The glowing hel- No, glowing helmet reminds me of something else, but I can't think of it now. Go. Um spring thingy jack oh yeah spring jack he had the, week. the helmet yeah. yeah fuck me yeah that's exactly yeah. what it is yeah he had the helmet <laughs> in an instance of sleep paralysis i woke up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat and looked up to see a gargoyle like demon hanging from my fan oh wow it had blood red eyes and i could see its fleshy wings it just hung there staring at me and i was panicking unable to move <laughs> see have you done that yeah probably done the <laughs> trying to scream there's a lot of that sort of stuff, isn't it? People obviously you can't, yeah. they can't move, and yeah. I mean, you've had sleep paralysis, haven't you? A fucking a lot, yeah. I mean, I, I had it once. I, I the other night, I that's every time I wake up, literally last night I had it. So no. yeah, well, night before uh, with the only had it. And once. I told you the um the sound. I, I was in it. I don't know what the dream was, but the sound was there. Mm. Kelly woke me up because I was making it. But oh, my yeah. dream wasn't. So it was the dis- yeah. I was definitely had sleep. Well, yeah, I've only ever had it once, and yeah. I think it was actually a dream. I don't. I didn't wake up and see. Should I say? Well, it was. I was sleeping, and I f- woke up. Sleep paralysis. So you got that whole thing. But again, because I'm not. I'm not having it. And I think there was something in the room. But I'm like, no, I'm not having this. But I was, was. I don't know why I was sleeping in my front room for some reason. And I had a little low table with a hamster on it, in a cage. And I was like, I'm not having this. And I, in the sleep paralysis, I come out of it and I whacked the hamster cage and knocked it over and the hamster got out. But then I woke up and the hamster cage was obviously not knocked over. So I was dreaming the sleep paralysis. That's oh, is all sleep. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, used to, I used to think, is all sleep paralysis not, is it just a dream? No, because in one reality, you knocked the hamster cage over and this one you didn't. Yes, but people will swear sleep paralysis is they're awake and they're not dreaming. They see stuff. But in my experience, I was not having any of the sleep paralysis and I managed to move my arm and I knocked the cage over, but I didn't because it was a dream. It's it's not proof one way or the other. You've obviously told me this about me because this sounds like 
my dream, if you know what I mean. You're okay. telling me something that I've had or something. It's really weird. Right, my very first um, sleep paralysis, very first experience of sleep paralysis ever was uh, in where I lived with my parents. I was asleep on my back and I remember waking up and again, it's maybe like a dream, but sleep paralysis, but it's definitely, it, it, it's more of a sort of out of body. Anyway, it was, I woke up, I couldn't move and I could hear like electric, like a bit like crackling. It's like that. Yeah. Like, like, uh, well, that's a common thing, isn't it? Yeah. And I could feel things moving up my body, like little, like little creatures like coming up. Yeah like really little and I, I remember them coming up like to my up to here me trying to get away and i Where's fell here? out of my up to here my chest sorry yeah like got up to here and i reached to get over and i fell out of my body onto the flight like, the floor yeah like, i probably woke up or whatever work i you know i woke up in like i couldn't move Ugh. yeah and then, but i wasn't off the bed i was in my bed but i'd fallen yeah. out of my body you know it was really weird it was like a dream sleep paralysis the sleep paralysis because I had my, that's the one experience I've had. So that's since then, one. I've always, I've always thought, is, is it just a dream? Or are you awake and not being able to move? Because my mm. sleep paralysis, I managed to move, not the hamster cage over, but I didn't, when I woke, when I woke up, woke up from what I thought was I, I would, me being I awake. Yeah. I wasn't awake. I'd been dreaming. Mm, don't know. Interesting. Next. Um, um is it you? Got him. Yeah, well, it might be. It is now. Um, I'm not sure if this counts, but I used to get really bad sleep paralysis. I have an old wooden rocking chair in my room. One night. No, hold on. Open. Let me just stop there. Why the fuck would you do that? Uh, Why would you go to bed in your room and put an old? I think this may be a made-up one because who be. the fuck would have an old wooden rocking chair? You're just Wouldn't inviting you? someone to sit in that chair. And start the fuck rocking. No way. Especially this bit. One night, my eyes fluttered open. I was lying on my back with my head towards the chair. On that chair, there was a woman crying her eyes out, staring directly at me as she pulled out her insides. Her skin was pale grey colour and she had blonde hair. She just stared at me. I was scared chitless. I, I tried to close my eyes and then I felt pressure on my chest. Common sleep paralysis, you guessed it. She was sitting on my chest, pulling out her innards. All over my chest while crying. I actually wet the bed. I was 20. Oh, there you go. Edit. I've had a few more that I won't mind sharing. One night, one night I had last year was terrifying. It would always happen exactly the same way with three rolls. My eyes would flutter open. I would be staring at one side of my room. I usually sleep on my side. I'd feel someone blown on my back of my neck and I would freak out because someone was in my room and I locked my door. I then fall asleep, roll over, and I'm facing the other way. Then someone blows on the back of my neck again. On the third roll, I'm facing dark hooded figure and I can't see its face, but it's blowing onto my face. When I try to scream, it floats backwards with amazing speed into my closet and then stares at me from the closet until I fall back to sleep. Then it's happened every night for about two weeks. That's fucking terrifying. Fuck, man. I mean, the whole rocking chair thing, and then the woman with the... No, this person needs help. Jesus. I mean... Two weeks of that happening you wouldn't sleep would you you wouldn't go to sleep well you wouldn't yeah. sleep in that room you'd be like i'm just is this real do you think this I is would, real i would embrace it would you 100 percent. how would you embrace it i try and lucid dream and summon and everything i'm not sure two weeks i might be a bit of a mess but give it a cuddle no, there's no cuddling some love. on that yeah it's some love 
I would definitely try and use Talk it to it. get out of my body and have a higher self-experience. I know, I would, I, I think. But then sometimes you think you would, but then when you get into the dream experience, you yeah. forget that you're supposed to be doing that. I'm also, not there's that thing. You, you can say this now, but when you wake up in the middle of the night and you, you we've definitely had this talk before as well, you yeah, wake up and you, you just have a feeling and you, you've, you're so disconnected or discombobulated and you like not your, your mind's not all together. You just yeah. don't want to deal with it, do you? You're like, this is not, this is not the time to deal with it. Yeah. And if you go into something, you think, oh, I'm going to go into a haunted house. If you do that, you're prepared, you're ready. When you wake yeah. up at night, you're not prepared for anything. So if you wake up and there's something in your room, you're, you're not prepared to deal with that shit. So I'm going to wake up tonight or every three o'clock in the morning. I'm going to be like, I need busting for a wee. I ain't going for a wee. <laughs> exactly. Cause you, but then if you sit there, if you think about it for a little while, you will be like, let's not be dumb. And then you go and have a wee, don't you? Yeah, but you don't look out the window, do you? Yeah, you don't look out. You don't look down the stairs or you don't, you know, you don't look in the dark corners. You just do what you need to do. Go back to bed, no, close no, your I'm eyes. Yeah, no, 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 no. yeah, exactly. Because you're not prepared. Out. Hello, dog. Look after me. <laughs> that shit wakes you up in the middle of the night. You're just not prepared. Yeah. You're like, why yeah. am I woke up? Why is there a figure in the corner? Now I'm fucking scared. Why is someone tapping my head? Yeah. yeah. Why is someone blowing on the back of my neck? Right. You, you I'll do this. I was about 11 or 12. In my dream, I woke up in my room and noticed a strange kind of ambient, slowly pulsing light pouring through my window. I got up and went outside to find my great uncle sitting on a lawn chair with his dogs to either side. It beckoned me over and popped the top of a bottle of Miller beer. Hey boy, he said, let me ask you, you ever seen anything like that? He points up, look up in the sky, and instead of the stars and clouds, it's gears, giant rusting gears, a vast clockwork mechanism that stretched across the whole of the cosmos. And in its midst, there was a clock with one of those stylized suns with a human face. It stared at me with empty eyes, and I watched as the clock hands moved to midnight. The whole sky began to ring with a distant sounds of countless clocks ringing in the witch's hour. My great ankle tapped me on the shoulder and asked, Whatever those things are, or whatever those things are, and pointed towards the pond. Out of the dark waters of the pond, a horde of strange creatures waddled and brayed. They were something like upright turtles or penguins, but with faces that were something like buzzards and something like horses. Their voices raised to drown out the sounds of the clocks, and they flapped their flippers against their shells to drown out the cosmic ticking. My great uncle tapped me on the shoulder and again said, Time to go. He went back into the house and I followed him. Time to sleep, he said. I went back to my bedroom. He stood at my door and looked at me, his dogs at his side. Time to wake up. And I woke up. Doesn't explain where it was his great uncle dead. I think so. So it's like a visitation. <laughs> yeah. The whole clockwork sky. Can I talk about the clockwork thing? I've um I've listened to someone's near death experience and there was a clockwork sky kind of like that where he basically got a chance to sort of redeem himself with shit that was going on and it was all clockwork by the way and it was very much like this thing um he was able to go back over his life and re you know basically redo stuff yeah that he'd done before that he'd fucked up on that and could do it he'd, but i don't know if it was like a it was more like um what he would have done in them you know to to erase he obviously didn't kind of go back and do it because he was armor 
Yeah. It was like, you know. I've heard some with... stuff about clockwork when um, people do DMT. DMT, They yeah. see the clockwork. Hmm. Or like the... I call them clockwork gnomes, isn't it, or whatever. Well, you got you got that, yeah, but also... Machine yeah, machine elves. But also, I've seen... Heard people talk about the sky being like a mechanism, clockwork-like. Hmm. I don't know. That's because our sky I... isn't real and the earth is flat. Right, next. Mm. That's what you... because... Not I mean, those fucking things coming out of the water freak freak me out more than the clockwork sky. Whole thing, just the whole like vividness. The whole vividness. Penguin fucking turtles. Penguin turtles. Mm, Imagine that. Them. They're all like slapping their shell, like to knock out, to so you can't hear the chimes oh, yeah. of the. Fuck. Weird, man. I had a dream. I was on an archaeological expedition with a bunch of other students. We flew over to Egypt in an old-fashioned propeller passenger plane, took camels to the dig site, the tents and tools were there, but no one from the first team. I forgot the middle part, but just before my alarm went off, I was following a lone survivor of the first team down this seemingly end of staircase, torch in my hand. The guide was crazy and mute, and all the other students and professor disappeared, and I remember thinking that is because they don't have Egypt, Egyptian ancestors. I'm not actually Egyptian, but Egyptian people have mistaken me for being Egyptian three times in my life. Oh, interesting. The dream was very Lovecraftian that everything was set in a period piece like The Mummy with Brendan Fraser. I was also wearing the Black Wings of Cthulhu books at the time. And that might have something to do with it. Also, <laughs> this is a dream is like having a weird dream about Egypt. Hmm. The, um, yeah, so mate, like a, a past life. They he might have either Egyptian ancestral thing or he's experienced that. Thing. That's like a past lifey, dreamy kind of thing, isn't it? Would you not maybe. say? Well, maybe just it read a lot like of Lovecraft. When you used to read Lovecraft and um, mm. what's it called? Brian Lumley's Vampire. Oh, yeah, I've oh, had yeah. dreams I've, about that stuff. I've been a vampire. I've been, I've been a vampire. Fucking hell, yeah. Durbin. Right. I dream very vividly. Always have and probably always will. My dreams tend to play out stories in my head. Like I'm watching a film. And I'm the star. I don't have sleep disorders now, but I struggled with insomnia in the past due to my anxiety and depression. I've occasionally had bouts of sleep paralysis, though not often these days. While most of my dreams are twisted and weird without being nightmares, and some have even been Lovecraftian or had Cthulhu Mythos beings in them, the most Lovecraftian one I have is something reoccurring. I have an alarming number of dreams about a man in a red suit, dark hair, Sometimes pale, sometimes dark-skinned, handsome and with a rich baritone voice. I've taken to just referring to this figure as uh, Neartheltep, or the man in the red suit, because he seems to fit the bill and had bad things tend to happen in dreams he shows up in. He'll show up in long strings of dreams that are quite vivid, then vanish for a while. Sometimes the appearance are brief, if you want to hear more about these adventures, I can give you more. But none of these are exciting as the vivid dreams, uh, as vivid as this dream was. The first dream I had about this figure was in 2017 or so, and it involved me going into the home of this man, apparently sometime in the 1910s or 20s, in my hometown. It was very period. He lived downtown and had a massive library. He said he had a book to show me and I should meet him there. I went, and there was this beautiful old brownstone building of old architecture 
something out of the late 1800s or so. Brick streets and all. I go, knock the knock, doors open. He speaks. Come in, doors unlocked. And then I'm in the library to the left. I go in, into the library. It's beautiful. Several floors of books, high shelves, comfortable seating, one of those whiskey globes you can flip open, ladders to high levels, and beautiful, plush, intricately carved chairs and couches and ottomans. Rich russet hues, a well-lit warm fireplace. Windows trimmed in burgundy curtains with gold trim and drawn. My host is sitting in front of the fireplace, reading from a large green book I can only describe as a tome. It's about as thick as the later Harry Potter novels and looks heavy. Is that a good read? I ask, approaching in curiosity curiosity and sitting down. I seem to be familiar with this man, but I don't know how. He smiles benevolently at me. Yes, it's very good, he responds. It was what I wanted to show you. Would you like to peek while I go and make us some tea? I agree to this, take the book, and he leaves to make tea as I start to read. I'm sitting there, and the first thing I see in this book is a strange diagram and formula. Bizarre math concepts I can't wrap my head around. I then turn the page and see myself reading, but not the actual content of the book. All I know is I feel dread as I read, and I watch the colour dream from my face. Then my nose begins to bleed, and I seem to try to tear myself away, but I can't. I'm unsure how much time goes by, but it becomes very dark in the room, and I still can't pull myself away from the book. I'm shivering in fear. And I want to put it down, but it's as if I can't stop reading, like I'm entranced. I don't hear the man come in, I do hear his voice, and it's not the words, but what the way but the way he, that he says them that chill me. Well, he murmurs in an almost sarcastic tone in those words, as if laughing at something I don't know and don't want to know. Is it a good read? This somehow snaps me out of the trance and I'm, I'm in, and I look up. And I see the man very close to me, too close. He, as before, from the neck down at least. He's as before, from the neck down at least. Where's his head should be is a mass of slick, slender black tentacles or tendrils. Hundreds, thousands of them. I lost count. The shadows seem to so dark around him. His tendrils squirm and his eyeless gaze pins me. Then he howls and it's a noise I can't describe properly. Imagine if a fox vixen shrieked. But basier and louder, rumbling the walls of the house with multi-tonal voices. He reaches for me with a clawed hand as if to claim me. I wake up before he can. I literally launched awake, sweating and cold and shaking and pale. I felt exhilaration for no good reason. The man in the red suit keeps haunting my dreams. Sometimes he will be there for long strings of nights. Sometimes he vanishes for months on end. But he always comes back. And when he does to interact with me in my dreams it's never for anything good mm, it sounds like a story it does doesn't it yeah i mean if you had that dream and you remembered it that'd be an intense dream what i've got to say is if you're if you're into the lovecraft stuff you may be also into writing because it can be yeah. quite um, yeah i mean dense sort of thing you know it's quite it can be quite a difficult read ish yeah you know what i mean like i mean it's not the normal sort of thing so so someone who's writing their story would write it as a writer. Yeah. You know what I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it, it, but it could mean... be that they had a dream and they yeah. are, are competent 
art competent yeah. writer, so they wrote that. Yeah. Uh, Maybe not. All of this. I know, but I mean, mm. it seems freaky. The tentacle head man. And he turns uh, into tentacle no, heads. No. Would you like that in your dream? No, not at all, no. Okay. Well, just something that keeps coming back and you can remember. Right, I'll do, let's do... Um, let's pick two more each. One more each. Uh, let's do... Um, I like this. Yeah, this sounds weird. I, I have a reoccurring dream where I'm standing next to a swamp talking to nine-foot-tall translucent insects in their native tongue. Hmm... Um, Knife at all translucent insects. Oh. Um, Primantis type alien yeah. being clicks and buzzes while an enormous serpent swims in the water next to us. Occasionally, there is a gazebo in the dream where I sit and listen to a translucent flying creature who talks to other creatures about philosophy. During the dream, I am able to speak and understand the languages of these creatures. I, you're able to. Occasionally, the other large creatures pass by and translucent Primantis beings scatter and hide in the jungle. That's so. Um, Imagine that you're like yeah. there. You're talking to the primates things, which is an alien concept in itself. Yeah. But then they're scared of something bigger. Yeah. Ah. Wow. Darker. Man. Interesting. I definitely see that as a, a thing. Okay. I once had a nightmare where my where I was swimming with my family. I dunk my head under the water, and then when I lift my head up out of the water, my family is gone. The sky is black, and everything is silent. Then I look back to the sky. There is a giant eyeball. A huge hand then comes and grabs the pool and folds it into a clear box. I started to not be able to breathe, being trapped in the water-filled box, and I wake up gasping for gasping for breath. That's Scariest weird. dream I've ever had. Uh, that's that. Maybe that could be a bit of a uh, what's it called? Asphyxia? What is it when you you um apnea? Yeah, Sleep apnea. Possibly, yeah. I think I'll get a little bit of that. Okay, I'll do one more. My family and I are having lunch in the kitchen. It's a pleasant day and the room is well lit and cheery. I notice a sudden noise in the garage. Everyone else seems oblivious. When I try to bring it up, they all ignore me. My family continues eating while I keep my eyes on the doors of the garage. Suddenly, the doorknob begins to slowly turn. At this point, I'm completely frozen to the chair that I'm sitting and I'm able to stop watching. The doorknob turns slowly in back and forth. Clearly, something's trying to get out. Dream ends there and I don't know if I'm relieved. I thought it was going to be better than that. Yeah, but it's scared. quite scary. It You're is, just it, sitting there, you can't it, move, and the doorknob's like, it just sounds like a horror film scene, uh, though, doesn't it? Uh, let's do... Um, okay, I'll read this long one. Um, right. I, don't know, I don't know what goes on in this. Mine was the most vivid, horrific dream I've ever had, and only one of the two dreams where I died. Nice. Have you ever died in a dream? Yeah, I've died a few times. Obviously, I've drowned as a Viking. I've been dropped, dropped in the back of a... Oh, um, did you wake up when you, dropped, when you died? Yeah, I'd have to be dead, wouldn't I, you fool? No, no, because I had a, I had that one dream once where the alien oh, killed me. And I, and I died and I woke up in a white place. Anyway, yeah, uh, I was walking home in an I was walking home in an old Victorian style town during a foggy night on a cobble street past the cemetery. Cliche so far, I know. I get to a small bridge that extends over a small stream, but to get to my apartment, I have to edge my way along the side of the stream a bit and get to a small raft, which takes me along the stream between these very tall, very close buildings to a small stone platform down the way, which is basically my front door, wedged at a dead between, wedged at a dead between two vehicle, two buildings along the stream. Tell place your apartment, really. Think something along the lines of Venice. 
Well, as soon as I step onto the platform, the water begins to bubble. And as soon as I notice it, the entire depth of, the, of hell basically spring forth from this tiny little stream. All kinds of terrifying sea monsters rise up from walking octopod, octopod piranha to five-headed snapping turtles to flying mosquitofish. Dragonflies with screaming mouths, some kind of man-sized tubifex worm with two writhing tentacles that he uses to lurch forward along the walls. Probably Just a massive cloud of terrible things coming towards me. Okay, there these are not. This is not. It, nah. There were so many they blacked out the surrounding area, and all I could see were these things swirling and crawling around me. Water thrashing violently as more of these things kept coming from the bottom of this stream. Obviously, I was a little worried about this. I slammed my door behind me thinking I'm safe inside my apartment. But just as soon as I thought I was safe, the light in my living room flickers and powers out, leaving only light from the street lamps flittering through the window blinds. That's when I noticed the shape of the person in the corner. And as soon as I noticed it, it noticed me. It began to groan and shuffle into the light from the window. It was this green ghoul with rotting flesh and dripping in some kind of slime. When it took a step forward, I could hear the splotch it made as it lifted its foot up and the slime went with it. It was coming after me. The only place left to go was upstairs into the attic. I scrambled up there, panic-stricken and trapped. I nearly ran into a wall I was moving so fast. I looked for some kind of opening, any opening, a door, a window, a crack in the wall that I might be able to kick open a hole big enough to shove my way through, but I found nothing. The splotch of the ghoul had made it to the base of the stairs. I couldn't breathe. I wouldn't allow myself to breathe, so that I might better hear the position of the thing making its way up the stairs. It was dead silent except for those footsteps. I was frozen. I literally could not move as I stared wide-eyed at the corner, expecting it to step around. But then I snapped out my trance and began scouring the mouldy attic for anything I might be able to use as a weapon. All I could find was a box cutter that I felt light and insecure in my hands. Hey man, they took out the planes and took down the Twin Towers. A box cutter's good, man. <laughs> By the time I picked it up and readied the blade, the last footstep reached the top of the landing. I waited, still not breathing. My, my anxiety was at tipping point on the edge of driving me insane. I felt the pressure of the true life or death situation, more so than anything I've ever felt in my real life. I was trembling and breathless. With all the suspense of a Hitchcock film, the thing's rotting hand inched towards, inched forward from behind the corner of, and grasped the wall, dripping its liquid down the side. Its head followed behind, its lidless eyes staring at me, the flesh around its mouth gone, revealing only a grin. Half its face had been ripped off, the rest was just rotting and peeling away. Somehow it seemed elated that it found me. That's when I truly felt despair and figured I was dead no matter what. That I might at least kill this thing as it killed me. I ran at it with my box cutter and slashed like a madman. But even though the ghoul was half rotten, it overpowered me easily. Every swipe it hit me would force me lower to the floor, cutting my face and knocking my glasses off. Out of breath, bleeding, unable to see, I finally hit the floor like a boxer that was KO'd. That's when the thing knelt over me, my vision entered its jaws. Then I woke up in a cold sweat, 
was the most frightening experience in my entire fucking life. It was the most vivid dream I've ever had. And it was before I started reading Lovecraft. And it feels fairly Lovecraftian to me. Ah, uh, it's fucking terrifying. The whole thing of it. Yeah, the vividness. And, uh, you reckon you know, it's a I real think, story? Uh, it sounds like a real... It does. Yeah, I'd say, yeah. Sounds like saying, yeah. I think maybe it could be like a dream where you you have that thing and then after a little while you you wake up and then you think about it for a few days and make it into a more coherent, coherent yeah. thingy bob. Write it down. And, uh, yeah. I think, I think um, if I can remember for our next, I might start putting in other people's dreams when you ask me. If, if I haven't got a dream to talk about, I'm going to talk about someone else's. No. Sense, don't do yeah, that. I'm going to. Okay. And then you can just, I'm going to tell you. That's fact. I'm going to do that. I'm going to tell you a dream. It's going to be a dream, and I'll be like, is it my dream or someone else's? That's what okay. my, that's from, but I'm going to forget to do that completely. I know you will. Yeah, cool. Happy days. Um, superb. This is, we've done a very long session. I was like, we could do at least an hour. It's like quarter, quarter to one in the morning now. I'm going to get moaned out because I'm going to be tired. So I'm like, I'm tired. I'm going to get out and do fucking stuff. Go away. Anyway, that's cool, bro. Anyway, we are the big conspire. We are Thank big, you for big, dropping by. Yeah, if you want to catch us, look us up on social media. Because if up. you want to send us any stories, if you if you got any dreams you'd yeah. like to us to relay to the the general public the out masses. there, then send it to us. Uh, Bigspire at hotmail We'll read them out as long as they're real. I make shit up, man. There's some real dreams. No, I don't made up dreams. I want real dreams. I want right. real experiences from you. Yeah. What you feel about them? Don't just tell us your dreams. Think. Your um, what's it? Your meaningful dreams. What's the meaning to you from you? Or yes, yeah, if you sense that, if you've got like, I know I've said this before, not just dreams like like paranormal, like real terrifying paranormal long thing. Anything. If you, if you've got, uh, contact us and then maybe we'll get you on here. Yeah. Why not? About it. Why not? We can do that. Talk, yeah. You know why we can do that? Is that fucking podcast, motherfuckers? Anyway. Uh, yeah. If you. <laughs> I know, spread us about, like, follow, all that sort of shit. You know, you've listened. If you listen to podcasts, yeah. it's other stuff. You know, you know how the spill goes. We don't need to give it to you as well. And um, hopefully we'll be back next week. And happy days. See we you might, later. might have to do a different format next week. I might join you in the studio, bro. Okay. See what happens because of shit going on in my house. Right, cool. We can inspire. Peace. Uh, Love, love Peace. Bye. I never say that to anyone. Why would I the say that now? The beat on Spire. Right, enough. Bye. Bye. Bye.